When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Welcome to the show. This is episode 36, and what a collaboration. If you've fixed your eyes onto the YouTube screen of your choice, be it your huge TV, your phone, or your console of choice, I've got the collaboration of Game on Daily. <laughs> oh, I just, can't, I just can't take anything seriously when I've got somebody like Gaz, but when you've got somebody like Asa, two guys from Game on Daily, you've got Jekyll and Hyde. Very smart dudes talking about gaming stuff, but also super good friends. So I feel very privileged that we get to sit down tonight and talk about the hot news of the week with uh, people we absolutely love. But I got to give a shout out to some of the people in the chat I see already, people whose names I see all the time for always supporting. Yodani, Ashtray, we got Capono, Risk It for the Biscuit, and uh, let me scroll a little bit while well, Gaz in chat. We got Isa there, Brian Harris, so many of you. I'll uh, give you shouts out as we uh, go to the show. But before I introduce these two guys and let them use those microphones that they've uh, fixed in front of their faces, I want to give a quick shout out. Some I don't do often, but I do want to shout out the veteran members and patrons from my channel, the people that are there every month, they get early access. I want to say thanks so much to Matt Burns, William Lanza, KY Bob, Phil, Yodani Kozada, Suicide King, Nano Polymyth, Assassin Lupa, Gamer McFly, Robert Jackson, Lord Starkiller, XCX, XSS. I always say C, but he knows who I am and I know who he is. Alex Wilson. Dante J. Moody, Betamax, Dark CMF, Gaz is one of them. Adam McCartney, Rodney Coots, Fox Storytelling, just a few more wreaks, Havoc, Fault Lines, Zenner White, Devario 2, Gaming, and uh, the people who are also, there's some that spill over to the channel member and Patreons. You guys get special badges that I drew up. You get to start out with Joanna Dark, move your way up to Master Chief. It's amazing. We got other people like Gabque, Stephen Smith, Scott Conister, uh, Ricky Fallon, Mark Cardwell, All Might, Jazzy Noob, Xbox. Gosh, these people have been around in the community so long. Julian. Julian and Mo- Molina, Asa Phelps. Oh, 
Yeah, and Maurice Baker. So I want to give a shout-out to those people. I want to do that more often. But who we really need to give a shout-out is the people who are going to be providing us so much entertainment mixed mingle with a little bit of news. And I'll start with one of my good friends, Gaz from Game On Daily. Yeah! Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, man. How many members you got? But I recognize a lot of those names as well. They're great great mm-hmm. members of the community without them would be nothing uh what, what a pleasure i've made it mom i'm famous <laughs> i'm famous thank you so much for the for the invite man i can't wait for for the chat we're gonna have a great time it's gonna be sick this is not a family show anymore it's a family show as long as you got the button uh the other guy I, I, the other guy i gotta give props to is uh, I thought of this person as like the quiet, the the silent protagonist. And when he speaks, the people listen. The man who's got all the right answers, Asa from Game On Daily. Welcome to the show, my friend. <laughs> Thank you very much, Carl. And you know what? I've got all of the same irritating <laughs> tools. And, yeah, and I never <laughs> use them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but so happy to be here. I mean, we had a good chat on Saturday, as you know, and... There's just so much we can talk about. We can talk for hours, so we get some more today. Yes, yes. Um, so we'll try and get some audio stuff ironed out. Um, a program yeah. I use, I don't have full control. Like, I can't uh, just totally throw these guys around with their audio set, but we'll get Gaz to bring his mic up. I think, Asa, you, for, for me, you probably sound like your voice is just right. Can we but... do a little bit of test? Do I sound okay, people? Uh, I've That's good, yeah. yeah. That's good, yeah, yeah. Just stay on the mic, and that should be a good volume, I All think. Right, How's so it sound, Asa? We'll sit here and yeah. do technical support live on the air, but uh, we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. But um, I, you know, I'll ask quickly uh, before I ask you what you've been playing, guys. I want you to talk about this video you put out this morning. Uh, you sent this to me late last night as I was just laying down. You're like, "Hey, do you have headphones? I got to, I got to send you a video." <laughs> and you gave me like a preview of the latest thing on the on the Game on Daily uh, YouTube channel. What 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 you what you do? <laughs> uh... Puff and burn bridges for the sake of comedy. Uh, It's just really making fun. I was itching to make this the moment I found out the news about it. Because let's be honest, I haven't been very uh, quiet about how much sometimes or all the time Sony's approach to next gen and its messaging annoyed me. I've always said for years it was really like that. Nothing against PlayStation, contrary to what my behavior might suggest, but I don't like some of the kind of snakeskin like or snake oil messaging. So I, I, I get it. You always put your best foot forward and you make a competition look bad, but it seemed so obvious to me. So I had to make a video. Give me a little bit and I'll... It, it came back to bite him, though. That's that's part of the reason why you did this video is they tried to kind of use that as ammo against Xbox and it comes back. Yeah. Um, apparently, I'm still really quiet. I have no idea. I'm going to push this... Ace, say something real quick because I think you're... Yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly Yeah, I mean, you're, you're only like 25% down... <laughs> Uh, uh, I've put that up a bit. I should that's, be really that's good. Loud you should be good. I think uh, I think the chat should be able to handle it. We okay. should be pretty good. Uh, I'll try not to yell in the mic too much, so <laughs> it'll overpower you. But uh, yeah. um, 
I'll just go to Asa. What have you been playing? Because <laughs> I saw something you played on Saturday, but what have, what's been keeping you busy on uh, <laughs> video gaming? Yeah, I mean, you know that I've been playing. I've got this ridiculous VR setup behind me, so I've been spending some time in that. But on the Xbox front, I have played. I dug into the Outer Wilds a little bit. Just Outer Wilds, not the. I get it confused with the Outer Wilds. Just mm-hmm. that one word throws me off. But a little bit of Outer Wilds. I played what else did I do on the Xbox? Ember. Don't, don't. If you're thinking I've got some friends that might like to fight fires. Do it in real life, don't do it in Ember. It's more fun in real life. Like, Ember is not a brilliant <laughs> game, unfortunately. Um, yeah, loads okay. of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Asa and I didn't really explain it, but he's got a whole uh, VR setup where you can... It's like a moving treadmill underneath his feet, and he put up some footage. Please go check out the Game On Daily Go Live podcast that was up on Saturday, and uh, he put up a clip toward the end and just kind of um, exploded the chat. We were all laughing uh, the live chat was 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 having some good laughs and uh, yeah it's but check that out but uh, I've been playing Mass Effect a little bit again and playing Grounded like again. crazy with my kids <laughs> I won't get into that but we I got kind of a funny uh, kind of a frustrating warm up topic I want to talk about this morning VGC a tech and gaming website interviewed a scalper about his situation of getting ps5s and xbox series x's um to people who desperately need them so i'll give you guys the setup and then kind of let you run with it but basically he said he had he runs a subscription service and he has 1500 members that belong to his subscription service that get an in and easy access to consoles so they can buy them themselves hold them in their house and scalp them on the third party market or whatever you call it secondhand market so he said that he is what making well over $40,000 a month what? In, in U.S. dollars just from that subscription fee, just from the, uh, what would you call it? The, oh, what do they call no it? The, the dues, way. the monthly dues for the people who pay him a certain amount of money. Uh, you can do the math. They pay him a certain amount of money. He gives them access to all these consoles. We don't know if he gets access to like, a wholesaler or he knows somebody in the port or in the export import service that can get them to them first before they hit retail. Because obviously he said that his customers, his subscribers, his employees, his employees are getting 30 some consoles to themselves to turn around. And as he says, quote, sell for about a hundred dollars more, but everyone knows most PS fives are selling for close to a thousand for double the price. Uh, Xbox series X is like 1.5 times more. So, uh, I'm going to start with Asa. <laughs> what do you think about this scalping situation? This guy saying one more thing. I got to say is he said it's okay. He's helping these people spend more time with their families and buy nice new cars for their wives and renovate their homes because they're making great money on a luxury that is considered video gaming. <laughs> so <laughs> there we on go. The one hand, <laughs> on the one hand, you think about it and you feel a little bit sick that someone can get away with doing that. On the other hand, I've given up on hating. Like You can't beat these people. There's no point in having that negative energy for them. It's the way that the market is. The more bitter you get, the more it's going to hurt you when they continue to scalp and continue to win and continue to get rich off of it. So mm-hmm. let it go. Let let it out. They're going to be... <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just... I feel like Ace is the angel on my shoulder. <laughs> And I feel like Gas is over here with a totally different opinion. I no, completely agree. No, I, I, 
I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's market forces. I never understood. I, I get it. I get the hate for them. But really, it should be directed at companies who don't know how to mitigate these kind of things. You know, let's be honest. If you draw your mind back to when the consoles launched, yes, both were subject to scalping. But remember, PlayStation handled its launch by, you know, it had a set date and it dishonored it and it went out in the wild. There are ways and safeguards for companies to employ. I think PlayStation has now direct PlayStation at least today they announced you can like get one and reserve one per household and all that stuff the through their invite right yeah and it's never foolproof but that what well, the figures you're throwing at me is insane and now you're mm -hmm. saying you know forty thousand a month <laughs> um where do I apply? <laughs> I mean, it's insane that that's the money the guy is making from. He's making subs. over ten times more than some of us who are doing really well in like the what do you call it, middle class? Like the you know, he's making ten times more than like a middle class person here in North America. Yeah. Yo, that's a, that's <laughs> ridiculous money. Rid that's from the subs, not from the consoles he's selling. Right? He's just the right. subs. And they're making more money, so it's cascading down. So, like, you know, <laughs> scalpers seem to have all the PlayStations. <laughs> What's going you can see, on? guys, he's like, he's typing up on Google now, like he's going to set this service up himself. You, you've yeah, got his know, eyes going, right? <laughs> Jeez. I mean, there's sick. a fool everywhere, right? But we have to blame the people who just say, you know what, to heck with it. I'm, I'm, get, I'm spending, you know, $750. I need a Series X, or I'm going to spend 900 whatever to get a ps5 it is obviously happening uh, yeah mate you know what though like it's it's ultimately it sucks i know my brother managed to get one today and he joined a discord group and i think it was playstation direct and he got it in 10 seconds and he just happened to get this notification i don't know how it works he had to he was so lucky to to do this and this is today so he was like yes i got my ps5 i'm like great there are no games <laughs> i mean no uh yes! <laughs> no but it's like it is pretty it took bad. a year it's, it took him a dang year man yeah it took a long time and you know what people were saying like a lot of people downplay the fact that the scalpers a lot of scalpers have PS5s, but I don't think you should downplay that at all, especially now with the pivotal time compared to how Xbox is doing the momentum and selling with the Series S and all that. So, you know, I wouldn't... People are downplaying it, but a sizable chunk of no, uh, of scalpers have these PlayStations, man. It's not good uh, yeah, for Sony. I, I just checked my phone to see if my calculator still had the math. Like, his group only has... Like he says he has fifteen hundred members, and then he said, "You know, our members have like thirty consoles at home." And I'm like, "That's only like forty five thousand consoles. That's not even a. That's nothing." But there he's not loads. the only one that does yeah, this. They're loads. Um, I got to add in here. I had gaming forte. I had forte on here a couple weeks ago, and he said something that people may not want to hear, but he said, "You can get a console. You just have to try." And I'm like, "Forte," but he's like, "Really?" Like. The days of walking into a Walmart while you're getting, you know, or just saying, I want to go to Walmart because I want a console. Those days may be ruined, um, you know, if you want a GPU or whatever, right? But he said, if you try really hard, if you're paying attention, if you're using all of the different uh, notifications, you can get one. But I don't like that answer. And I got to add one more thing. Somebody asked me, when can we stop calling it next generation? <laughs> what do you think of this, Asa? I say, 
when everyone can finally get a console without you know breaking someone's skull open yeah like, <laughs> it's quite a small circle because I, I obviously have the consoles gaz does and you can know people that have got them and it can feel like they're available because you know people that have got them but you only need to open your eyes and look at social media mm-hmm. in general to know that there are a lot of people that really do want these that are paying attention that have yeah. not been able to get them so yeah that's a bit a bit closed off i would say i think there is a problem getting hold of these consoles yeah there Especially, definitely is i mean they're not in the shops so what, what more do you need to see um when can you stop calling them next gen <laughs> <laughs> next gen. I, I don't call them I don't call them next gen myself. I mean, normally when you read it, there's some context and you can kind of figure out what's what's being spoken about. So yeah, I don't get upset yeah. if people call them next gen consoles. Nothing upsets mm. me. So I'm back to the Zen again. <laughs> chill out. Scouts was next gen labels. It's all good. That is so Asa. Like nothing upsets him. He reads this guy making 45 grand a month, just scalping the entire world. And he's like, you know what? I'm happy for him. No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, I want to <laughs> give a shout out to Moby with a thank you so much for the five dollar. He says super hype for X and C and game on daily. It's going to be a great show. Everybody hit that like button. Let's get sauced. So yeah, if you're having a good time, if you think this show is going to be worth your time, you can uh, minimize the chat, hit the like button, and come on right back. See if we can get. 500 likes and get a bunch of people in here to enjoy the show. Yudani Kozada, who's been a member for 25 months, says, uh, well, your your mic was quiet, but he says, Sony fans and believing generations, I think them selling PS4s is kind of cool, to be honest. They're under warranty for longer. We're going to get into the PS4 thing in a minute. And Fonzarelli, one of my best friends, thanks for the $5 super chat. He says, great to see our good friends, Gaz and Asa here. Also, dig the shirt, Colt. The Ant-Man shirt, man. That's yeah, thank you. That's such thank a you. sick I, shirt. I like it. Thank you. Uh, you know what? I think it's Makes better that I'm wearing a shirt on the show and, and not doing shirtless, but <sighs> I got to give a shout out to Fonz. He did a video a few days ago about the NFT thing, and yeah. uh, people are kind of going crazy, and uh, Troy Baker really upset people. I don't want to talk about this for longer than a minute, but he said, hey, he- yeah. You wanna you don't you you can either hate or you can create. <laughs> he, and so he's so doing... funnily enough, he um there's a very good, very good like interview with Alana Pierce and them. She brings him on. She's been a vocal like opponent of NFTs. So she had a very frank conversation with Troy. And I do kind of feel sorry for him because quite obvious he didn't actually know what was kind of what they were that's what they came across as and this tweet they just pitched says, it to him hey. and he yeah i mean it's, i'm not saying he's like he's really, really thick he doesn't understand it but when he when he was talking about it, his mindset when he pushed the tweet wasn't he's watching something apparently and uh i don't know ultimately it was, Alana, <laughs> it was respect an accident Huh? He, he didn't mean it. He was like watching something and he accidentally typed his tweet endorsing this nft company that <laughs> he was like Hey man, <laughs> at the same time, like my ex girlfriend said, she fell on someone else. I believed her. Um, but yes! no, sorry, uh, but no, yeah, it's it's a bit messy, and he's dealing with the fallout of that. So he uh, is. Yeesh, I don't hate to be him. I but started I'll to be see there that soon with the source video. Someone's gonna get annoyed one day. So <laughs> respect Troy. <laughs> so know. apparently, they can they can voice print his voice, and then they can put troy baker's voice acting so to speak into other games or other media or whatever uh ace have you looked into this thing like this is kind of where we're heading is, in is the world really where they what it is deep well it there, is. it's the problem it's with that is that actually sounds good 
not good good like a robot's robot wouldn't be as good as actually having him voice out but you can actually see some use to the technology which is rare for the nfts normally it's pretty abstract so you have a receipt for something useless yeah but well, now it sounds like you're talking like about something some... If some yeah. co- company is doing an anime show or a one-off or a smaller game developer studio needs a good voice and they like, we really want Troy Baker, but it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, 2 million to do this or it's 50,000 to pay for his voice print and he approves Same. it. And then they, they, you know, they run it through the computer, the script, and it kind of sounds, you know, kind of works, works well enough for that i suppose there's there's two things on there one of them is that that's inherently like that's the first example of an nft that's sort of useful the second point is that that's got nothing to do with nfts like you could do that without so right kind of not i don't know it's a strange one a lot of voice actors are really annoyed by it a lot they say they it's gonna kill the vo- you know vo- whatever that voice <laughs> it's industry. like a, it's <laughs> like a drummer being upset at a drum machine yeah, yeah i i think ace is right i don't know how much that really has to do with nfts because uh one of these days gaz's deep fake with his voice all perfectly put in there is going to do something <laughs> even crazier than you guys have done on your shows but um yeah <laughs> but there is some uh Let's talk about this PS4 thing, because obviously we know PS4s are going to be reproduced or continue to be produced. And this isn't a new thing for PlayStation. So I'll kind of set this up. I know people probably heard about this a little bit. I'll, I'll get this out of the way by saying PS4s will continue to be produced. Sony is committed to add another million consoles, PS4s, which if you think about it, though a million of those could be gone in a holiday. So... Uh, it's not a real big deal, but I want to start with Asa because we talked about this on your show on Saturday, Asa. People think this, oh, PlayStation's still making PS4, so they're going to hold all their games back. So let's talk about PS4 versions of games in the near future. Where do you that's, sit? Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's a thing. So Sony actually did pretty well in 2021 for supporting the PlayStation 5 with native PlayStation 5 games. They had Ratchet, they had Demon's Souls, and they had Returnal, and none of those had a PlayStation 4 version. For some <laughs> reason, they've taken a step backwards for 2022, and the games that we know about, Horizon, Gran Turismo, God of War, are all cross-gen. And like I said to you on Saturday, for me, you can show me the very best example of a cross-gen game, which you'd probably have to say is Forza Horizon 5 at the moment. Sure, yeah. Oh, the Echo's gone. Was that you, Gaz? Anyway, yeah, Forza Horizon 5. Um, <laughs> yeah. Asa had like example. a uh, squirrel moment there for a minute. I did. Sorry. Sorry. I so you were saying myself Forza Horizon. Myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could hear it slightly, but uh, yeah. Forza Horizon 5 is like a great example of cross-gen still looks amazing. That's what you're getting at? It's a great example of cross-gen still mm-hmm. looks amazing, but you can give me that example, and I will not um, not accept that it's not held back by its cross-gen kind of development. So Forza Horizon 6 will be better. And for like an example, have you, have you ever seen Forza Horizon 5 on an Xbox One? It's playable, uh, but the... Oh, the no, amount I of actually like... have never seen it, no. Oh, I have. I did a little technology on it, and it's very playable. It's a nice game still, but it's way less like bushes and shrubs and things. And you have to oh, consider in a cross-gen game... Frames. In yeah. a cross-gen game, though, all of this like lovely, dense stuff that you can see on the Series X... Only the ones that are also rendered on the Xbox One can actually have any function, any impact on your car. Otherwise, it's not going to work online. It wouldn't make any sense, right? Yeah. Forza Horizon 6 will be a different beast for physics, and nobody can tell me otherwise. So Sony supporting cross-gen for longer 
is a shame to anyone with the PlayStation 5. It should be a shame. Well, it's only going to be a small fraction of the games, but okay, get better okay, when but, they don't. <laughs> right, but it's their biggest ones. Gaz, like he's talking about uh, God of War Ragnarok mm-hmm. is cross-gen and Horizon Forbidden West. And these are these might be the best-looking games that come out in 2022, uh, barring what we see, what Starfield looks like, and what Forza Motorsport looks like. Like those, there's some pretty heavy hitters. But w- from what Asa is saying, guys, like talk about what's going on. God of War Ragnarok is supposed to be an eye-popping killer, and so is Horizon. I mean, no one's going to. Well, you're going to be hard pressed to argue that these aren't good-looking games. Horizon Forbidden West, from what we've seen, looks stellar. I mean not next next gen still it's a cross-gen game after all but it looks good god of war what we saw looks great but i'm with asa all along like there's a reason why you know when it was announced that god of war was cross-gen that colin moriarty he's a big playstation guy was annoyed mm-hmm. about, about it as well lots of guys you know the heavy mbgs and the big playstation boys they were really annoyed about it for a reason it holds i get it see and, and dealer don't hate me but he says you know graphics scale and all that but ace is right graphics is a sum of loads of different things like you mentioned physics ace that that kind of stuff has a massive impact on the visual integrity of of the game like falls is a great example the foliage and the lighting all of that is a fun is a big reason for why i really was wowed by forza's visuals i'm i hate cross-gen i don't care i've said this on our show on saturday this makes me sound like a piece of but i hate <laughs> cross-gen. i don't care if people can't get the consoles i know it sounds really selfish but i loved sony's so-called plan of generations i was there i was like just so tired of it and look at look at unreal engine 5 in the demo it just looks like this feels like that's that's next gen man so if if this causes playstation to teeter on the cross-gen like you know start doing that for longer or delays the foray into next gen completely of course i'll be annoyed i'll be so annoyed and if and people downplay it like you know we and i understand one million more playstation 4s isn't a massive amount but mm-hmm. if people are struggling and half of these are held by scalpers of course playstation's gonna think well you know what we need to go where the the audience is and they're not there on playstation is a big reason why everyone is saying don't make it makes no sense to have next gen only games so the longer this goes on it's a problem see a lot of people downplayed this playstation thing by the way they're like oh you xbox guys are going a bit crazy with this news mm-hmm. and going and celebrating it even uh what's his name that chap from uh, digital France and i just think well hold on a minute this is a problem these the first year is so fundamental to how you start you know devising your strategy going forward as playstation struggles to get playstation 5s in homes play xbox courtesy of the series s is penetrating the household at a much faster rate with the with his next gen consoles yeah, with S and X. That momentum, if it carries carry, in the UK, the Xbox came second again. It beat PlayStation again. Yes, supply constraints. Blame it all you want. I don't think but, they had. I don't think they had as much of a 
maybe I shouldn't say that. The PS5, the first year, I think they sold as many as you would probably expect to sell. I think they sold more PlayStation 5s in 2020 or 2021, I guess you'd call it, right? That first yeah. year, they sold more PlayStations than they ever had. So they apparently had built up enough supply to meet demand for one calendar year. It's 2022 where you're seeing the constraint where mm. they feel like they can't deliver. And the funny thing about this, guys, is that their biggest games out of the gate, like you're saying, guys, about supporting next generation, their biggest games, barring Miles Morales, which is an expansion, to uh, kind of an expansion shoot-off, right? Returnal, Demon Souls, and Ratchet and & Clank. Like you said, Asa, big tentpole, uh, big out-front... Uh, I should have said Returnal's tentpole. But big out-front next-generation games. And then they turn around year two, and their biggest games, their most pr- prominent is a better word, their most prominent games are cross-gen. That is such a weird messaging. and it's, I, You have every right to to give people a little bit of uh, uh, flack, right? And say, (laughs) look, you said you believed in generations. You were bagging on the Xbox when Matt Mm -hmm. Booty said, year one, when we come out the gate, we're going to support the Xbox One for one to two years. At the time when he said it, it really meant the end of the very first year of the Xbox because we go in, they were supposed to have Stalker and Redfall and Starfield and and, uh, Forza were all next generation only. So they supported cross-gen in the first year. PlayStation comes out of the gate, Asa, and says, we're going to, you know, we believe in generations. We believe in all generations. Because <laughs> yeah. now in the second year of a console where the PS4 should be, you know, collecting dust at this point, uh, cross-gen. So that's why. Dan Lazaro, <laughs> thank you so much for the $5 super chat. He says, I literally just turned on the pod and already Gaz is talking about something he hates. If you know anything about Dan Lazaro, he would complain even if he was in heaven. So it's quite ironic he made that comment. Thank you for the super chat. <laughs> and if Dan Lazaro is here with XNC and Game on Daily Collab, he is in heaven. He's in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well said. Well said. Shout out to the Kush uh kush master with a $5 super sticker, a uh, little anime sticker says you're number one. I think he's Aww. talking about Asa, but yeah, that's amazing. Uh, Kabini Gaming with $5 Super says, been playing Horizon on my PC uh, with it. Oh, you must be talking about uh, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Dawn. I almost said Forbidden West. It's so funny when you see my little tiny brain start like crackling and fizzling trying to get something out of it. <laughs> he says, I've been playing, uh, he or she says, I've been playing for Horizon on my PC with an Xbox controller, loving the game. It's native 4K 120 max graphics. Kabini Gaming has a killer PC, apparently. This is my first Sony game, God of War is next. Um, yes, Horizon wow. Zero Dawn looks fantastic. Even on a base PS4 where I played it, a pretty good game and i expect great things on the next one so um yeah i mean that's the that's the 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 generation thing and we pretty much covered like um that's kind of what i wanted to really speak on is uh does this really mean take some knees man (laughs) does this really mean that a place (laughs) go ahead guys take a knee or two come on man why why did playstation get away with so much of this egregious nonsense when play see i gave flag for it we all did xbox was upfront about it day one and we were like we we beat the crap out of them but then sony didn't say anything and it's it's so bad it's so defiant like it's it's such a ah 
you know what? I, somebody get away with so much this generation. Like the seventy dollar thing that's taking the mic. The whole lack of you know the game sharing, game sharing, how he works. Upgrades. With, yeah, it's so annoying. And then this is like Sony fans. You should be annoyed as well. You'd be like, what? Don't treat us like mugs, man. Tell us straight how it is. Just because you like to corporate one up the other, the other person for the sake of telling the truth. Where's your integrity? I just annoys. It genuinely annoys me. Like you treat um, your consumers just... as mugs. Just for clarity, like this is Gaz at half one in the morning. He has padded walls there in the day. He's like bouncing off them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, well, uh, I, I like I like Gaz at all at all throttles and all registers. I, I love it. But throttles. Uh, <laughs> Argit Chani, uh, a good friend. We've been talking on Xbox Live like almost every day on on chat and kind of hanging out playing games. He says PS5 is likely going to be supply constrained compared to the Series S. Uh, let me stop where he wrote from there because today they announced that the Series S saw a price, not a price cut. It was on sale. It was lower than the 299 and <laughs> before they could put out the as they put out the announcement, I can't remember what site it was. I shared it on Twitter. It was sold out. So Series S, I think there's this there's this funny perception that the little white Series S is loading and filling retail shelves all over the world. Like I just don't think that's true. I just think there's a few there here and there. Uh, I've only seen them a couple times, but uh, I don't know. He says overclocking is making this the PS5 have lower yield. Series S will likely outdo the PS5. And if he means his sales, uh, there was an announcement today that in the UK, which is just like a a vertical slice of what's going on in the world, in the UK, the Series S and X are in second place behind the Nintendo Switch, and PS5 is in last place. So, ooh. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. See, this is but, massive. This is massive. This is... If the Xbox can take back the US... And the UK, two regions it lost decisively last generation. We're back to 360 days where Xbox was reigning. Like you could say, this is this is now neck and neck. If the, mm -hmm. and things like this, this momentum will happen because the longer it goes goes on, the mindshare of I'm here, I'm seeing it on the ground. You know, because you're we're gamers, so I'll get all my non-gamer friends. Oh, hey guys, you're a you're a video game guy. Where can I get a PlayStation? And I've been right. hearing that so much during COVID, especially. Can you imagine all these people who kind of mocked me? Like, I'm oh, the sad little gamer guy. All flooding my DMs. Like, hey, guys, I want to get it for my son. And now people are still like, oh, what, what should I get? Can I, can I get an Xbox? And they're buying Series S's. I'm not joking. So the longer this keeps going on, people are going to say, Game Pass, prices are stupid, more games, more optics, more Series S available. The kids are not going to mm -hmm. wait for another two years for getting their hands off on a PS5. I'm not saying that that's how long it will take, but the way it's going, if the US and UK Another year. reclaimed, Xbox yeah. got a crystal soul. <laughs> uh, Risk it for the biscuit says, with oh, $2, two pound, thank you, Risk it. He says, Gaz, they get away with it because the fans let them. PlayStation gets away with uh, these. They kind of do this this political mudslinging thing, right? You know, I you mean, put it in your video. It. I don't mind this... it as well. <laughs> I don't mind it. It's corporations fighting. This is why the source exists. Ultimately, it's competition. But 
I'm the core gamer. I also have a right to be annoyed by it. But this is what companies do. Don't listen. Phil, but but Xbox rarely but, yeah. Xbox rarely slings mud. Asa, what do you come think? On, come on, come on. <laughs> don't be fooled by Phil Spencer's smiley face. Phil, I know you watched this. Please, please don't block me. But um <laughs> Well, he did he did tell the media in a media exclusive interview about a year ago that PlayStation No, he didn't use the word PlayStation. I have the video clip on my desktop. I'm not allowed to share it. It's called G14 Classified is the name of the file because I'm not allowed wow. to share it. But Phil said that there are other platforms that charge you to play their games on console and then wait and charge oh, yeah. you again on PC. And no, he's not okay. talking about Nintendo and he's definitely not talking about the Ouya. So Phil's is good friends with Aaron Greenberg and Aaron Greenberg is my spirit animal. And there's a reason for that because he likes (laughs) the green machine. They're all Xbox marketing. Look at that. Come on. You saw dealer gaming put that in his video. Remember that the Microsoft said like, you know, something you change a pony or something. They know what they're doing. It's always warfare and business. Don't be fooled by Phil Spencer's smiles behind that. There's intent to kill. I love you, Phil. Asa, what do you, what do you, Asa? What's well, nothing to do with like the blood, the blood-soaked battlegrounds? But uh, oh no, it's it's funny because Microsoft, Microsoft were a lot more aggressive in that console competition marketing in the 360 and going into the Xbox One era. Mm. They are under like Phil's leadership. They are way more kind of civil and diplomatic. Phil has absolutely he has a silver tongue. Which doesn't mean mm-hmm. that he lies all the time. It means he always knows exactly what to say to what people. Mm-hmm. He's flawless with his PR. Like he's just incredible at it. Um, but the yeah. Xbox of old. Do you remember when Destiny came out and PlayStation had like a marketing deal with it? So Xbox oh, yeah. made the Destiny Absolutely. fragrance. They <laughs> yeah. were always taking little shots at each other, and they ran their ferry past the PlayStation Three launch event, celebrating the Xbox and things like that. Like they've got a history of of playing these games that Gaz loves so much. Have <laughs> yeah, it is uh, it a little bit. <laughs> it is more calculated. It just seems like PlayStation is like way out front, and I, I got a little bit of flack because I had uh, like three or four PlayStation related tweets in a row this past week, and I don't make videos about that stuff, but I do like to get the conversation going. But PlayStation was in the news cycle and not in the best of light. We're going to get into that a little bit later in the show, and we're also going to talk a little bit about Phil. Because there's a lot going on with what the uh, articles that came out about him. Snarkast has been around the show for years. Thank you so much. Says padded walls. I knew it. Gaz is legit insane. Uh, go back like six months and he's wearing a straight jacket on one of his yeah, videos. Which I still have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, Asa will be in there too. Uh, <laughs> some, you know, you guys, sometimes we look at Asa and we think, now there's, there's a, you know, level headed fella. And then you can get him on these sauce videos. <laughs> he says some great stuff. <laughs> I drag we him love, down with my madness. We love this stuff. Have you but, seen uh, him on VR? He's more psychotic than anything I've ever done. You saw it. <laughs> yeah, I really strongly re- uh, recommend later on to go to uh, check out the whole show. I'm on there with Tony uh, Samurai K- Kajibi. Did I say it right? Uh, yeah. Kajibi G. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, he's he's amazing. So we were on there, and at the very toward the end of the show, Asa put up him playing that VR, and we laughed so hard. Definitely worth checking out. Fun. Crazy Night Boy with the New Zealand two dollar. Thank you so much. He says I own two Series Xs and one Series S. Love you, Gaz. Ooh, that's amazing. Oh. 
Hey, and he's going to scalp those for 40 grand. No, I'm just kidding. Danny Passion Official says, congrats on the sauce video today. Game on daily. Yeah, that's what I uh, I went to sleep watching that thing. He sent it to me. Yeah, it was like at 1230 in the morning. He's still awake. And then he sends it my way. <laughs> so, well, let's get into the meat of the topics. We've got um, a major problem with Xbox right now. Uh, totally out of their hands. But Stalker 2 has been delayed to December which puts it out like almost seven months. And Xbox fans' first reaction is that a big exclusive on the platform has been taken away for quarter one and most of quarter two uh, when you're looking at the bigger titles. Uh, I want to talk to you guys about this. And hopefully you kind of have your your feelers out what's going on in the early or end of winter, early spring for Xbox because it's a lot of games, not all of them super big. So, Gaz, what? Tell me what you, uh, how your reaction was to Stalker being pushed out till the end of the year. Well, you see, everyone likes to wrote out that line by Shigeru Miyamoto: "A bad game is bad forever. A delayed mm-hmm. game is good eventually." But apparently, that doesn't apply when you talk about Halo, right? Because you were against delaying that, right? Yeah, because it got. Well, anyway, sorry, that was just old skeletons <laughs> in the closet. Um, <coughs> oh, Matt. Um, I have two minded about this. One, on the good side, and we've had like developers on our show say that they don't like contending with delays that are piecemeal ones. You know, like you saw with Cyberpunk, two months here, two months here, two months here, because oh, yeah. ultimately the devs don't have a fixed or appreciable timeline to actually get things done. Because like, all right, two months, we could have, if we had a longer period of time, we could have done a lot more because instead of like doing some patchwork fixes. So hopefully, even though seven months seems like a long time or whatever it is, but hopefully it's enough for stalkers devs to address any whatever the lingering issues are everyone has delayed everything these from now doesn't almost everyone me. yeah 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 so, and stalker looks amazing so i want it to be really good so delay it just like you should have delayed halo again uh but the <laughs> negative <laughs> i won't die on this hill i will die hey, on this hill. hey i will um, too i will too um, i mean halo infant was amazing but uh yeah. waiting to play co-op with everybody at the same time when everyone's like all talking about it but yeah uh well, there, though if you delayed stalker you were saying there was some other games i don't know there's a bunch of other like- ones and asa plays a lot of different games and i'm hoping asa yeah. might have an idea because i know the chat's kind of lighting up i want chat i want you to help us out on this one because things will be missed but i want to take it to asa to kind of explain what he thinks is if he remembers what's coming in february like the month right before Stalker was supposed to come out. That was an April release. February is absolutely packed. Asa, give us the rundown of what you think is coming in the early spring or late winter, if you can remember. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Chad pick up the slack on that one and pop some games in there while I talk about something else that you said. Because you mentioned there oh, that, beautiful. It was, um, that Stalker was delayed and it's kind of out of Xbox's hands. Uh-oh. It's not really, though. Like Stalker Uh-oh. being delayed is out of Xbox's hands. But Xbox not having any other games lined up for the first half of 2022. Mm. I mean, I think we can all agree that it's time mm. for Phil Spencer to go, right? Oh, my oh. God! <laughs> not, not really, right? He does not represent me. <laughs> not represent me. No. Oh, my gosh. Ace is like a right? Xbox yeah. have done a lot right. But they have had time to get this problem in order through COVID and through all the rest of it. Like, 
they've had this structure. They've had Phil in place. They've had the people underneath him in place for a long time. They've acquired studios quite a lot of years ago now. So I think Xbox yes, fans... Yes, Yeah. I think it's fair for Xbox fans to, to hold Xbox to the flame on that one and say, why haven't we got any games for the first half of the year? So, hey, and so I don't think it will uh, ever be a problem again. I'll say that. I, I think 2022 will be the last year that Xbox don't have any games for the first half. But it oh, is fair really? to be disappointed. How much... Hmm. How much... I mean, Xbox knows that Stalker is being worked on by this company, that the studio out of Russia, right? Pretty sure they're mm-hmm. out of Russia. How much pull does Matt Booty and the first party team in global publishing have to make sure that Stalker sticks to their deadline? Because one of the things, Asa, that I don't want Xbox to do is what the Matrix era did in the, X- the first half of the Xbox One era, where they said, well, actually, most of the Xbox One era, where they said, we don't care. Quarter two, we want a game. Oh, it's not done. It's good enough. Get it out. And I felt like Xbox did a lot of it's good enough with their third-party publishers. Um, their in-house stuff, their first-party stuff was amazing. But I always felt like their third-party stuff. And AC, you can correct me if I'm wrong, because this is me just just using my like best uh, industry knowledge of just being old, right? That I feel like a third-party studio, they're like, well, you know, they come back and say, Phil, they don't, they're not going to, they don't think they're going to make April. And then they're like, well, I mean, we can't twist, we can't make them release it broken. So that them's, them's the, where the cards lie or something like that. Those are difficult contracts, right? Because yeah. when, when you have a relationship with a third party and they're making a game for you and the game is not up to the standard that you want to publish it, if you're asking for more time, that's a lot of money from that studio and someone's got to cover that so it's just it depends on the contracts that they've got in place but they butt heads there so microsoft may say like i want you to bring stalker out now and this studio says well i know we've got a marketing deal and you pay for all this development but it's not ready Mm -hmm. what is the correct answer do they develop it more for another six months do microsoft then pay for some of that development time probably not do the stalker development team want to push it out and it's it's a complicated the relationship between publisher is complicated in the first place between platform holder slash publisher slash developer even more complicated so right and wrong answer is not so simple none of us want to see it go the way of scale bound stalker 2 looks phenomenal a game needs a delay it needs a delay so sure yeah it's just one of those things where uh they struck this deal probably three years ago i would just guess maybe Three years ago, they struck this deal and said, "Hey, this is going to release. We want this release on Xbox first. And then they project it out, and they have like the uh, whiteboard with all the squares where they fill in the little checkerboards of where games will land. And then Xbox, Same. you know, sits back and smokes a stogie and says, um, you know, okay, well, we got a game in the first part of the year. We got one uh, in the summer. <laughs> we got one in the fall and one in the winter. We're good. Like Xbox knows they've got a big AAA release that's exclusive to the Xbox platform." once every season and they're like we're good we're good and then they get the email uh matt booty we need to we need more time for stock and they're like dang it now we have a hole in the chart and then the xbox fans go what are we gonna do you know playstation has their banger coming out in the spring we have nothing to counter it and i think uh (laughs) shinobi or Maybe our good friend Paris Lilly. One of them said that you only want this. You only want Stalker to keep its date for your list wars. Gaz, yes. this seems like a yes. question tailor-made for you. So 
Paris Lily, always trying to be nice. Oh, don't do console wars. No, we don't want to be boring, Paris. Um, yeah. So what I wanted my book list was ultimately it's competition, though. It's really is competition. Yeah. yeah. I, the look, the um Ace has made a good interesting point about this is going to be the last year we see that. And, you know, Xbox have made the statement that they want like a big first party game every quarter or something. I don't know, whatever it was, whatever it is, it sounds really ambitious. I ultimately will side with the devs. If they want more time, they want more time. And Stalker is a game that looks really, really good. And I think it's a really good get. It was really smart of Microsoft because if you like an old person like me, um, under <laughs> as you know, I was following Stalker on the PC years ago and it got delayed, it got delayed, it got delayed. I don't want that. Like I almost nuke him forever. Oh, the first one was delayed quite a bit? Oh, so much. So oh, much. Really? The point where I never ended up playing it because it got delayed so much and it kind of lost. Your computer appeal, went outdated by then? Out. <laughs> huh? was that? Your, your computer was outdated by the time it came out? My, my computer was really outdated. We were pretty poor, so I had like a Pentium 1 for a long time. Uh, but um, yeah, so it's like, yeah, I, I get it. There's, But ultimately, just I want the game to be good. Um, so take your time. Take your time. And yeah, that... there, there are some like Rand, shout out to Rand. He made a good point on our show. He's like, why is it always that the Xbox has a busy packed holiday and nothing in the start? And yeah, there's a valid question there. So if maybe next year. Um, that Xbox is happened can... for many, many years. And yeah. PlayStation has had a really great spring many, many years. So it's the push and pull. Maybe uh, maybe PlayStation and Xbox work together so they keep the fire and the fights going. But uh, <laughs> yes. I, I want to give a shout out to over 700 people, almost 750 people watching the show. It was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for coming by to check out XNC Podcast. I'm here if you're looking at the handsome men from Game on Day. This is Gaz and Asa. They're best friends of mine. I am very happy to be on their shows whenever they ask, and luckily they reciprocated that. So thank you for checking out the show. If you're having a good time, uh, hit the like button and show your support, and stay excited in the chat. we got a lot to talk about. i got a couple mm -hmm. i got to read here. Uh, Lord Starkiller, who just messaged me, said he got an XNC sweatshirt. I put together like a retro, uh, an 80s like retro tech design of the XNC thing. Uh, I, I was trying to put a couple of designs together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just tried to make something cool, and uh, I let him pick one for a monthly giveaway. I've got one coming up I need to do uh, now. So I'll do that as soon as I can. But Lord Circular also sends a $5 super chat and says, Welcome back to the previous gen with PS4, the Series S killer at $300. Seriously, Sony? Yeah, that's another thing we didn't like really mention Right now, the PS, the base PS4, or they call it the PS4 Slim, is set at two ninety nine. I would fully expect them to get that ready to to sell at one ninety nine. And uh, if the Series S gets any type of uh, price cut or price deal, it's going to be crazy. It's the total next generation versus the uh, one of the slower last generation consoles. So, I think they're yeah. still selling the PS4 Pro, aren't they, uh, Asa? I imagine so, yeah. But you have to also yeah. remember, though, when you talk about the PlayStation 4 being the same price as the Series S, there's a lot of people that don't understand that difference between them, that don't understand that the Series S is yeah. fundamentally yeah. better. Yeah. So Sony just, if they're marketing it head-to-head -head with the Series S because they don't have a, like, a proper alternative, 
That might yeah, work. I mean, it's, they push the message in right. <laughs> yeah, and it's the stuff that matters. Like, uh, and you don't have to be a big tech head to realize a Series S is going to run almost every game at sixty, and a PS4 Pro will run uh, the occasional oh, game I, with a performance mode. I'd so say you, you do need to be a tech head to understand that. You, you get your hands on those consoles, and you'll feel the difference immediately. Like, there's a night and day difference to anyone that plays. Yeah, the games. I mean, I, I kind of the, I come at that person. with uh, I come at that with my. A uh, teenage kid who has an Xbox One X, and I'm trying to get a Series S uh, to, for the games we're playing because they're held back behind loading times on a last generation console. And my kid knows why does yours look so smooth? My kid knows that you're looking at 60, and in the other room they're looking at 30. So yeah, that's why I say you don't have to be a tech head to notice the big differences in frame rate. But thank you so much, Lord Star Killer, for that, and risk it for the biscuit with a five pound super. Thank you, says Phyllis. Maximus Aurelius Spencerus is the actual king of PR. <laughs> this kind of sounds like Casey Kasem. King David for coming up with that genius. Right. <laughs> I mean, he said that. <laughs> I, he was like a few seats away from me at E3 2019. When it was oh, in yeah? person, we're in there in front of the whole stage. And when Phil came out, he goes, Phil, <laughs> Phil Maximus Aurelius Spencer. Oh, like, that. <laughs> that I love so King awesome. David, man. I want to hug him so bad. Guys, got to meet him in real life. He's like, I'm five nine. Uh, you know, uh, for the, in the UK, I don't know. Yeah, Wait, you guys nine, use yeah. inches? Yeah, <laughs> I always have to ask you guys. He's, a, he's yeah, like, we do, I'm yeah, yeah. when I'm talking to him, it's like this. And he's no larger in life. Big? Oh, geez. he's so tall, and he's uh, he's got the best smile. He's so amazing. He's so so guy, uh, he's, he's so awesome. Older but risk it for the biscuit says Phyllis Maximus Aurelius Spencer this is the actual king of PR. But he was challenged recently by the New York Post some difficult questions, and he handled it. We talked about this last week, I think, uh, about the platform ban. Let me see something that is in a topic. Let's jump to that really quick. I did Gaz's show and then I did RDX last week. So forgive me if I think I just said something. Plus, I'm old. <laughs> so <laughs> Phil was asked about uh, chronic harassers and people who ruin the platform of gaming. And um, he said that it would be really great if he could block somebody on xbox live and then if he goes to another platform that person would also be blocked and then he goes on to say that it would be great if there was a universal database or something that could ban that person on all platforms <clears throat> and he kind of says it's a pipe dream ace i got to start with you because we talked about this on your show because that put up a bunch of red flags because someone's like you could ruin people's uh gaming sphere if, if, if you do this uh, what did you yeah. translate from this discussion so I, I think the context is important the fact that you said that it's a pipe dream is important if this was something that F phil spencer was actually aspiring to and trying to make happen then there'd be massive red flags anybody that supports that and i've heard people say like oh if you're if you're not doing anything wrong you've got nothing to worry about and things yeah. like that which is an oh, awful yeah. take the, the very idea of giving Microsoft or Sony or any other corporation the power to ban you across all of these other platforms is wild. Yeah. The concept, the concept that Phil was actually getting at more so that I think he was, um, I think he did. It's very rare for Phil to get his words a little bit muddled, but he also mentioned that it would be great if someone who was being harassed could block someone, and that person would be blocked elsewhere. 
and sure. he acknowledges that that's practically not going to happen because we don't have a database. You don't know that that person's real name and address and all the rest of it. That database should never exist. You could argue, depending on your political views, you could say maybe the government <laughs> should take care of something like that. And you might yeah. be completely against that in just the same sense. But I think everybody should agree. Corporations, absolutely not. Well absolutely said. not. Supporting that is wild. <laughs> I, it, it is I'm kind of... 100%. It is kind of wild, right, Gaz, to think um, let, there's two scenarios. There's one scenario, let's say that Gaz is playing Apex Legends and on his PC, and he runs into some guy named Wateregg32 who just keeps, <laughs> you know, uh, team killing. Not, you can't do that. And let's say he's playing Rainbow Six. You can't do that in Apex. I'm just trying to give, like, some. there's something that's not as horrible, right? Somebody's just being a real pain in the butt and ruining your game experience, and then Gaz goes over to another game. What's the chances he's going to go on to PlayStation? And run into Water Egg 32. I think Phil's talking about somebody who's chronically harassing or stalking you, which yeah. is something that probably happens to Phil quite a bit. He probably, shows up yeah. online. When he's online playing, he stays shown online. Everyone knows what he's playing. And I would not be surprised, Gaz, if when Phil logs on, in a few minutes, he gets a message, an Xbox Live message from some guy saying, you know, uh, Xbox sucks. Uh, go eat your toenails, right? Well, that that is just <laughs> your toenail. Uh, that's just a it's a famous person problem, isn't it? Well, it doesn't mean sure. anything to us filthy casuals. Like you, uh, <laughs> uh, just because you have an army of like haters, cult. I probably will have a lot more, <laughs> considering I'm such a piece of. Uh, but like, yeah, it, it. I don't. I'm with Acer. I really am against it. I saw some people. I won't mention names. If sound like I have vendetta against them, but they were pro being proponents of this and i don't like it and phil also mm -hmm. said we're not a free speech platform and Absolutely. someone in chat says you look uh without getting political you know i am very anti this cancel culture and i just think then you the lines get blurred because i get it homophobia you know racism sexism and we've seen especially the gaming platform you'd have to be complete denial that there is a problem with all those all these things in the, the platform some of the stuff you see against women even vexes me oh, yeah. but but i have to I have to, i see this and i'm like well because there's this let's be honest in the west especially there's a big struggle on on this cancel culture and woke movement and what's and, and the society's reconciling what is acceptable what isn't and there's a deeper conversation there but when phil says that statement about you know we're not a free speech platform and then he's also in the same kind of breath talking about this kind of system i'm like corporations like asa says should not be in the driving seat behind determining how this pans out and a wholesale kind of ban on things like this i don't like that at all man i know it sounds very joe rogan but ultimately you're talking about corporation <laughs> and corporate heads here policing this stuff i just don't like it i just i will just say yeah. like slightly on that though like um when phil spencer says that they're not running a free speech platform that's fair enough. Like Microsoft's Reach yeah. is their own platform, and I'm comfortable yeah. with that. If they want to ban people for whatever, fine. But their Reach cannot extend beyond their own platform. That's well, where the so, problem yeah. comes in. Exactly, it and they shouldn't. Smart, but yeah, exactly. and they shouldn't. I mean, it would have been nice if Phil said, you know, it would be, it would be like if his words were like, it'd be great if you could just block those people everywhere and they never show up. But the other part of this is, I think Phil being in a place where he is not just being famous like gaz joked you know like of course if you're famous you're going to get chronically harassed by yeah like uh 
like I saw in the chat, and I, I totally agree. Uh, let me find it. Um, Jason Spears says, "In user has a power block, mute, leave." Absolutely, but the more notoriety you get, the more eyes that you have on you, it multiplies exponentially how many people are going to grief you. Um, but he, you know, he could have just said he should have said. This would be this would be nice, but it's not really something that should be happening. It's just be nice because I think Phil sees as the head of the Xbox platform, he has people that report to him that tell him all about the difficulties they have. And I'll mm. I'll recycle something I said on your show that it is akin to owning a restaurant. If Gaz owned a restaurant and a guy comes oh, in, <laughs> yeah, he has, the restaurant's called the Sauce. I can see the sign. That'd be amazing. Gaz owns this restaurant, and he's, he's cooking up the best kebabi than anyone in the whole Kabapi. street, right? <laughs> Shout out to Kim Peel. But uh, Gaz has a restaurant, and a guy comes in on purpose with no shirt. He's like, what's going on? What you guys eating over here? This place sucks. No one likes your food. And he's scratching his hairy belly. And he does it on purpose because he hates Gaz. Or he's got, like, he was told to leave one time, right? So he comes back in, and his customer's like, I'm out of here. So what the point I'm getting at with the with the, the funny story is that the platforms have every right to kick you off if you're shooing away their customers and their games. And okay. so... Maybe the people that report to Phil are like, it has become worse. You know, it every every year it gets worse. There's more people trolling and knocking people off the platform, scaring yeah. them away from game lobbies, costing game companies money that they could be making. And Phil's thinking, gosh, we're all we all lose when someone comes in and ruins our experience. Yeah. Asa, what do you have to say about that? Do you think that kind of helps alleviate some of the that's, uh, the 1984 discussion that that comes from Phil's <laughs> pipe dream. That's like that's why I say at the start that the context is important because I'd really like when we talk about red flags. This isn't something that Phil Spencer is aspiring to build, right? Yeah, it's, it's a conversation yeah. that he had off the cuff. It would be nice to not be harassed. Yeah, it would be nice to not be harassed. Absolutely right. The it's when you start digging into like the practicalities of it and getting a bit deeper, then you suddenly go like, "Whoa, this is a terrible idea." But it's not it's not an idea that they're progressing with. It's just something that he said in response to a question as like, yeah. it would be nice and not to be harassed. It doesn't go any further than that. <laughs> Ultimately, this yeah, problem will be solved that. if anonymity is removed on the internet and there's an argument there about that. That is a huge one. Yeah. That yeah, that is a that's another big problem. And uh well, crud, I already lost my train of thought, but like you're saying it perfectly. Um Yeah, because oh I remember I was gonna anonymous. say plat platforms and certain games online like if you've got a ubisoft online game they have a tiered system of you get a warning you get banned for 24 hours you get banned for a week and then you're gone i did a video like that like three years ago that uh said that more accurately but um sometimes stuff is so bad that when playstation or xbox or steam look into the reports they get about water 32 that they just say you know what he's gone and they don't you don't get to uh appeal it because they've they already did their work they already checked up on you they saw the messages you wrote to the other person and uh i don't want to talk about this anymore we're moving on that though, <laughs> like tiny little thing on that though like even in that circumstance though if you're gonna harass someone on steam or xbox or playstation and they're gonna block you from that platform <laughs> and you yeah. bought games digitally on that platform there's a case there where that's kind of iffy in a way because you lose right. access to your purchases. You, you've, you've paid for it. Okay, you've been whatever you've been, and you probably deserve your ban. 
So do those corporations, like, is it fair that they can cut off your access to the games that you've bought? Is that something that we should be cheering for? Yeah, legally, it would never work. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It I mean, work, they do. They do cut you off from your games if they cut no, you cross platform. Like, you know, oh, no, oh yeah. cross platform. But even in in that sense, yeah. if you're just talking about Xbox, because we're on an Xbox thing. Oh yeah. If you've been yeah, naughty yeah. on Xbox Live and they say, right, you're not allowed on Xbox Live anymore, and you lose it, the Halo campaign that you paid for, that's a, that's a strange situation to cheer for as well. Well, and then again, when you buy a game, you are buying it, you're buying the license to play it until they say you're done playing it. And the terms of service are locked in there. Um, so no maybe it all holds up but... legally. But and obviously my the, concerns here are for Gaz because he's probably going to get banned at some point. <laughs> you're watching that <laughs> for me too. It's like, and it'll be your it'll be your account that goes cult. So my concern is for both of you. <laughs> yeah, we game share, so you you're in trouble. <laughs> One day I'm gonna log in. I'm like, what'd you do? But uh... See, so, so, someone said, "Don't be an asshole. No problem." Yes, and yeah. that's not no. You say that, and well, then you, you got the no. social credit system. Have you seen Black Mirror? Like, oh, yes, well, I everyone's mean, ended up voting. Come on, take it, take it at face value. It's actually a really good, it's a really good um, statement to make because it kind of covers it. Remember in Liar Liar when he, when he says, you have a client that knocked over an ATM and he goes, quit breaking the lie, hole, and he hangs up the phone <laughs> because he, he can't tell, he can only tell the truth. So it's kind of like that. But it's uh, supporting taking away your own I rights. <laughs> I am the law. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Kabini Gaming uh, corrected the super chat says, I meant 4K 30 HDR on my 120 hertz TV with my PC. My bad. So it's still, it's still a killer PC, but I'm still enjoying it. Thank you so much. Uh, for Havoc with the $5. Thank you, says Gaz, Asa, and Colt. What are your thoughts whew, on a new Conker's new fur day? Hmm. <laughs> Now I don't gas, know. By the way, <laughs> I don't have experience with the series. In I don't re- have real experience other than playing uh, one of the back and pat uh, things for a minute and going, "Yeah, I didn't play this back in the day." But uh, Asa, you know are you well versed in your squirrel games? No, it's, I don't think it would thrive in today's market. I can't see that one happening because its whole. Like the whole point of the game was the crude humor, right? Which is, there's a place mm-hmm. for it. People enjoy it. But is it something that Microsoft are going to get behind at the moment? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just wonder how funny that stuff is these days. You won't, you won't get it. Half the humor will be cut because in this day and age, you can't have that kind of stuff. And Microsoft very like aware of those, Phil, as always. And you know what my stance on this is. It's not like I'm a hateful piece of whatever. It's just that I think it it really does compromise the integrity of comedy when you're half the time, I'm not talking as a comedian, I'm not a comedian or try to be, I guess, but you know, like you're as a comedian, you're half the struggle is trying to reconcile with cancel culture. Right. So conquer bad fur day, even I mean, conquer back then was pushing it. Even like, it was like, wow, that's crazy. In the early two thousands. Yeah, and if for it to be a good conquer game, it needs to push boundaries in terms of dark humor, and whether or not Microsoft, like Asa said, will side with that, I doubt it. I don't, not even a Microsoft problem. It's most Western devs. I think they'll be very averse to pushing those kind of limits, which is sad. Which is sad. Yeah, you're you're probably right. That market probably has kind of uh, been pushed aside. Um, if you go watch an old two thousands comedy, you might see some stuff that you're like. 
know if they really do that stuff anymore or late 90s, yeah. but Jenna Knight, yeah. Peter with Australian $10 says best way to fix a lack of games for Xbox in the first half of 2022 is to bring, we didn't even get into this, but he says bring Elden Ring to Game Pass. This is perfectly timed because this goes into our next discussion. He says, do you think this is possible? The Australian support on this show is absolutely phenomenal. I love Australia. that. Uh, yeah, Australia. The, the, it is about noon in uh like in sydney right now or a little afternoon i think so on the next day in the future so you guys are amazing to check out the show i want to talk about this because i don't think elder scrolls or elder scrolls elden ring is coming to game pass but people have been starting to talk about why not dying light 2 and before we jump into this we were trying to talk about asa got us on like a side tangent i love it but we there are big games that are coming out in february elden ring uh, somebody in the chat said, my time is going to be spent playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I'm with you, buddy. We should probably co-op that. Uh, what else is coming? Think about those big games that were announced to come out. Uh, we might not have our finger on the pulse. That's why I asked the chat to help, and I and I kind of missed it if you're writing it. Asa, do you remember any big games? Elden Ring. There was uh, there's some the, really big Dying ones. Light is, Dying Light 2 is the one that people are like, maybe. like It feels like a good fit for Game Pass. Elden Ring... It's, it's not outside now. the realms it's... of possibility. I don't think it's an absolute no. Obviously, it's like it's Japanese and has this PlayStation lead, but it's Bandai, right? Bandai Namco publishing that, or am I wrong there? I think so. Let me check. I think so you're right. And Pass. Xbox had marketing with it for a little bit. I don't know if that PlayStation showed the first gameplay at Jeff Keighley's show, but Xbox has had yeah, the marketing for it. So, yeah, thank uh-huh. you guys. So, Asa, got why would Nexus and things, right? So, there's, there's potential yes. there. Like, they are open to talking about Game Pass. It... Scarlet Nexus didn't come to Game Pass, though. It did, did. It? not day one. It did, but it's it did. at the it moment. Did. Yeah. So, yeah. I would say, I mean, Elden Ring. I can't, I can't see it happening in February, but I can see it on there at some point this year. Uh, yeah, I'm watching the chat. <laughs> yes, don't be making faces when I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're doing it all show. I, I know, I show. know. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt Asa to tell you to quit being a goofball, but uh, I love ADHD, you the best. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's something we deal with every day. <laughs> um, let's talk about Dying Light 2, 500 hours, the biggest okay. game ever made. Like, Asa, why would uh, Dying Light 2 make a good uh what's the word uh could, i don't know what the word is why would it make a good uh, game pass companion a couple of reasons one of them is that the whole thing can be played co-op right and game pass lends itself go. fantastically well to co-op games altogether the other is that dying light for all its success went relatively under the radar for how good it was i know mm-hmm. it did Mm-hmm. that's it that's my two reasons that that, that is pretty good it, it would fit those are the main reasons and, and xbox has been doing the marketing with uh dying light 2 for at least 2017 i think so mm-hmm. i think that's when the first trailer came out so gaz would this alleviate some of the uh blistering burning pain of, of not <laughs> having a big void and a vacuum <laughs> left in 2022 early 20 from yeah, stalker absolutely. 2 absolutely yeah. um <clears throat> really the uh, acer nailed those two points co-op games perfect fit for game Pass, and also it's it's 
the devs are really talented dying light one was an incredible game we've got, yes. we've got masses of support post-launch by the way so there's also avenues there for the devs to monetize further if they want with dlc and stuff because they'll get remunerated handsomely anyway because game pass there's a win-win now because the mm. microsoft are very generous with what they offer developers don't that we have any hard numbers but almost all devs are of, whose games have been on Game Pass have said that they're not complaining about how much their game paid. They've been rewarded handsomely. But in terms of the, the, it's the other point, it's not the co-op point, um, but it's the point that if you're that dev, you don't want to repeat. I doubt they'll have a repeat of this anyway, but you don't want to repeat. You want high numbers. You want high player numbers. And Game Pass is an almost surefire guarantee. Boom. It's going to be big. I think February 4th is the release date. But if that's on Game Pass and everyone knows it, then that changes even for me, even though I'd buy it day one or get press copy. But if it's on Game Pass, yeah, I kind of mentally is like everyone, let's just get on that because then it's going to be a huge boon for the game, game's numbers and Game Pass. If Microsoft, if you're look, look, look you want to plug the gap, Dying Light 2 over Elder Scrolls. Um, not Elder Scrolls, sorry. Elden Ring. I know, I see De the definitely. same thing. Dying Light 2 is a no-brainer over Elden Ring. The market <laughs> for Elden Ring is more, like Asa said, Japanese-centric. More that kind of stuff. Yeah, Miles Dompier, don't be mad at me. But Dying Light 2 over, over Elden Ring for Game Pass. No I'm the same. I am. The, I am the same. I know there's like massive hype for Elden Ring. I feel like um, you don't need to push your game with Game Pass, but I feel yeah. like something like Elden Ring is fine just being left alone. It would be such yeah. a good get for Xbox, but I just feel like if you made Elden Ring, you're like, no, I'm good. I'm. We don't need to do anything. Mm -hmm. Let's just yeah. see how it pans out. Yeah, um, it's got such a maybe hardcore they... following as going to sell to already, hasn't it? So yeah, and maybe yeah. there's so many pre-orders. Maybe their pre-orders are so much further than something like Dying Light 2 that they would never even consider having people cancel to play it on a service, even though they yeah. would get it wouldn't it would maybe it doesn't outweigh the amount that Xbox would give them up front. But there are two reasons uh, why Dying Light 2 could be possible. One is that Xbox doesn't announce a big release to Game Pass until some three weeks before the release of the game, sometimes. So this is something we might not hear about. If it was true, we wouldn't hear about this for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. The other part is I got so much flack for this, Kaz. But a, about a year ago, I did a video about a rumor that Dying Light 2 was oh, yeah. having some development problems. Xbox stepped in to help. Xbox was either going to buy Techland, this is mm -hmm. a year ago, or they were just going to pay to finish it and it would be a timed or full exclusive on xbox and i got this from a really good source and boy after about two days that source fizzled out really bad and uh i took a lot of flack for it and hey that just well, happens but you might get some redemption there because ultimately you know these deals even though the the you know the whispers are correct they don't always that's what i'm wondering that that's what i'm wondering if the whispers i heard a year ago yeah, yeah, that's what I'm wondering if the things that we heard a year ago that I heard with my source where, you know, stuff gets lost in translation, you know, they're helping with they're going to either buy Techland or they're going to make a timed exclusive was really because there's oh, where there's smoke, there's fire, which we're going to talk about just, about in just a few that. minutes about another game where there's smoke, there's fire. So maybe I'll get some sort of redemption that that was mistranslated to Xbox been talking with them for over a year, trying to get that game into Game Pass day and date 
trying to get what kind of what what kind of money is it gonna take to get you over and there? Colt has some interesting and good sources, so I don't blame you for running with that. Yeah, that but source has like been like that's ninety ninety nine percent. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, there might be. I think I, I, I think get so much get flack, but. Anybody I mean, can you, go back you, and watch that video. It's all it's all you, like this is possible. This is what we're hearing. This could happen. This couldn't happen in the video. But people take that thumbnail, guys. That thumbnail is so important. They're just like mm. they just hey, chew the point, on it, man. right? Thumbnails have to be clickbait. So we have to little limited finite thing. We have to go for the punch. Otherwise, YouTube will bury it. But you have like three to words to. You have three yeah, words know, to catch know, people. So people cra- are people. What you can expect? Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, yeah, thank you so much, Jedi Knight, Peter, for the Australian 10. That uh, puts us in that topic. And um, for Havoc with the $2, says, sorry, Gaz. What? And happy birthday. Oh, you got my name wrong. He called me Gas. <laughs> and then the oh, whole chat de- just went down. I totally, gas thing. <laughs> I totally missed it. If I'm on a different <laughs> device and I try to talk to you, I'll call you all kinds of names. Uh, you're you Donnie Quizada with the $5. Thank you. He says, question for Asa. Ooh, Asa, get ready. He says, since mm-hmm. anything VR related that comes to, t- comes to PS5 is exclusive, can they release a big enough title to end droughts with gaming media buzz? Uh, does he mean, Donnie, do you mean a PS5 uh, exclusive? Um, do you want me to read it one more time, Asa? No, I think, I think, I'm not entirely sure how to take that, Yodani, but um, I think that if they've got Insomniac's VR studio and they've got Fire Sprite pumping up games and hopefully some of their other studios, my hope for it is that it kickstarts VR both for the PlayStation and for the PC. But yes. We'll see. Uh, one I more really question. I pray for success for PlayStation VR 2. I think, one, I think Sony deserves it for sticking to their guns. Two, I really want yeah. VR to be successful. So I really want Fire Sprite and everyone. VR needs a resurgence. PlayStation, respect to you. Please smash out the park. I feel like it's almost like the last chance in the mainstream. It'll be interesting if a PS5 or PSVR 2 game goes to PC. It'll really kind of direct where... Um playstation is looking to go that's the even uh, really outside of sony though even outside of sony the fact that this device is a viable platform should kickstart development elsewhere hopefully sure that's my hope meaning a psvr2 could be connected to a pc someday not necessarily but just the fact that you've got high-end headsets yeah means that devs will be interested in vr again hopefully yeah. yep Hargi chani with the two dollar thank you Hargi says gazistani a member of the Gaz <laughs> Fan <that>. Club. <laughs> and another one. Hargeet's got another one for five. Thank you, Hargeet. He powers the show. Uh, when we get on Xbox, he's got such a great laugh. Have you you got his laugh in your in your <laughs> yeah, yeah, memory? Yeah. It's so oh, great. Yeah. It, it just yeah. lights up the day. It's so fun. He says, I guess oh, a more of an interesting question, Hargeet says, would a ban on Xbox also block you on other Microsoft services? That could be a big issue. I don't think so. They block you on Xbox Live. You can still use Windows 365 and and, uh, Print Shop. Thanks, I Print Shop. I'm just going back to the old 90s. Darnell Hill with the $5. Thank you. He says, do you think we could get an E3-like Xbox event since the online event is allegedly canceled? I didn't have this on my topic list, but this kind of came up later today. I don't know if you guys saw this, but there's little buzzes about e3 the esa not even hosting an online this e3? is fun all right because this came out today Uh-oh. as like a rumor it's not that fun like it's not i mean it's 
negative because we all want E3 to go ahead. It came out today as a rumor, which is strange because IGN ran that story on the day of the announcement. I'm sure okay. it was IGN that ran it. That it is in fact completely cancelled. There was no mention. And they pointed out like this announcement doesn't mention anything about an online digital event. It just says it's cancelled. And it's just cancelled. So it's, it's come out today as if it's a fresh rumour, but okay. it was okay. confirmed like at the time. So I'm not confirmed, confirmed, but I mean is the ESA, to be true there's no E3. Is the ESA really, you know, hosting the major E three events online all year or the major platforms doing it themselves just fine? Gaz? I think we'll go back to uh Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest to rely on. I don't know if they're going to do another show. I'm just so salty. There's no physical event. Guys, uh, I don't. I, I wanted to meet up with everyone. Like, I've seen you and King David and all those people, like, from the community together. I've been planning this holiday or whatever, June, E3. So no physical event is pretty much like a, I don't care if it's a digital one. Well, I do care, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm still guesstimates right, right now, but I'm just trying to get over the fact that I want to be able to see you, man. <laughs> I know. I want, to, I want to meet up with everybody when the timing is right. But I do know that Xbox very much wants to have an E3 event. They, uh, they would be there in person if they could. And they. I assume that means... We will definitely see an early June or second week of June Sunday broadcast online from Xbox as uh, we've been seeing for years. So uh, there is a lot. There's a lot with the E3 thing, but I feel like the platforms are doing their own thing. I wonder what Bethesda and Xbox will do. Last year they combined. Asa, do you think they'll uh, just do one event, just call it the Xbox briefing? I because think they, they really... will, yes. And I think, um, if you remember last year's E3, the only good parts were the Xbox show and Devolver Digital. So actually, the fact that the ESA are going like hands-off, as long as Microsoft do still go ahead and do their own event, they were already hosting it in their own convention center and doing it themselves anyway. So yeah. as long as it, like, if they've got the appetite for it, and it's always a big event for Microsoft, so they probably have, yeah, I think Bethesda and Xbox will be on stage together and we'll get some of cool stuff. Yeah, and I would really, uh, if, you, if you're not really in tune to the in-person E3 event, uh, I've learned quite a bit about it, but being there, the ESA charges an arm and a leg for someone like Xbox to set up in their gigantic convention center. Xbox has Microsoft Theater a block and a half away or a block away. I'm pointing in the direction for when you walk out the door, <laughs> but they they can set up their stuff. They, they can take their time, set up their whole event there. They can do the briefing there. They can have the gaming set up. It's absolutely amazing. I hope someday everything gets better so we can get back to it. It's just weird, Gaz, that Sony has just been, for like three or four years, Sony's like, no, we don't care about E3. We'll just, maybe we'll do a PSX. Maybe we won't. I think there's a lot. I think there's a, a lot. I, I know there's a lot that goes into planning this, Phil Spencer, and they have talked about it. They start planning, I think, something like early, like January or something. Uh, so it's a lot of uh, a lot of pressure for a third-party show, whereas Sony maybe perhaps are in combination with the where they are with their games and stuff and releases. They've thought, well, let's do this at our own pace. Let's cut some costs and control the messaging more. So for them, yeah, it sucks though because it 
E3 was it used to be the big spectacle, the biggest show of the year to really mm -hmm. show off your wares. At one point, you couldn't miss E3. It wasn't even it was unconscionable. Like you it, can't. But it still E3. it still is unmissable. Like everyone is tuned in that week in the second week of June to well, all of their outlets online. Yeah, but that's the thing. Sony has been in the driving seat. Like last gen, it was controlling the narrative. It was the market leader. Well, I don't know how you see. But Nintendo they didn't. They were there. out of the news cycle for like an entire month. Yeah, I mean, I was there trying to cover the news, and and yeah. you know we've watched I it. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know, and if you remember way back when Sony Microsoft used to go to E3, Sony was on Sunday and or uh, Xbox on Sunday and yeah. PlayStation was always like after them. So they always got the last word and they could pivot and move things in reactivity to yeah. Xbox. And now they just don't do anything. And, and, and they wait but for they PSX, but on their own show and a few weeks later, cause then they can, cause you have to understand no matter irrespective of the fact that PlayStation have been market leaders or whatever, they are very reactionary and uh, to, to the messaging. They really take that on board. They always want to kind of counter punch. So that's probably maybe perhaps one of the reasons why they are absent. I always gave Microsoft props for being bold enough to go first, even though they, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a question of how much can, playstation actually change in the space of 24 hours but maybe they have set but if they wait a month they can change yeah. everything they need to change that's a really when good they point talk about yeah exactly so maybe that was it that was a combination of things i'm sure like but ultimately screw you sony man you killed me <laughs> <What the hell? laughs> uh, my excitement has never faded for the time for e3 and uh, yeah. i just yeah and it's good that that E3. Xbox has done a couple. They they do one at E3, and then they they'll do something at uh, the Game Awards. So the Game Awards have turned out to be not not really bad. Good. Yeah, I, guess I, I actually really as... liked last year, this past year's uh, yeah. just a couple months ago. I really liked that show. But uh, all right, yeah. let's. Uh, <laughs> I hope E3 keep keep the E3 dream alive, and, and if not, maybe Gaz and I'll have something we can kind of stir up. In the future, we it. have been we have been talking, we have been thinking. Uh, it's super important. So yeah. let's see, where am I? Uh, Purple Haze forty five sixty four. Thank you for the five dollars super chat for supporting the show for being here. And uh, if you're here and enjoying the show, please hit the like button. This is the XNC podcast. We are live on the Cold Eastwood channel here with the guys from Game On Daily and the Go Live podcast. This is Asa and Gaz. They're doing a phenomenal job. These guys are on point. Over, it's very late in the evening for them, so give them a shout. Give them a thumbs up for being here and uh, being troopers here this on the show. Purple Hay says, hey, chat, I just bought a – he's flexing. I bought a brand-new LG OLED C1. Oh. Do you have any recommendations on TV settings for gaming and also watching and streaming shows? Now, that's a – as a dealer would tell me to tell you, that is a 20-minute conversation with both of our remotes in hand walking over it. I can't help you on that, but Vincent from uh, from our teens, I think is where he's from, has a really good setup. You want to make sure that your TV and movie stuff is set with game mode off, and then well, you're directly on the game mode and VRR and all that stuff, or uh, auto automatic response, whatever it's called. So there's some stuff you're going to need to dive into, but I think an eight-minute YouTube video will walk you through it while you're using your remote. Definitely do it. 
Get those settings and you'll be smoking with your new LG. Jason Spears with the five dollar mm-hmm. super says, "Love Xbox. Have recently enjoyed PS trophies. They're not all that exciting when they pop up, are they? Those PS trophies. It's just more satisfying. I think Xbox underestimates the engagement of a revamped achieve- achievement system. So Jason 100%. Spears says the PS trophies are more satisfying. Yep. Interesting. I have never Agreed. felt that way. Agree. Do you agree? Him. Hundred percent, hundred percent. The trophy system, even though they copied the achievements, is way better, way better than because uh, achievements is a massive number now. I mean, Blade Rand's got over one point three million. I mean, the number means no sense to me. But the trophy system with the rarity and the platinum trophy, platinum. You like, yes, I uh, totally agree. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. And Xbox, I think they were talking about this like even last gen about trying to maybe perhaps rejig it but it desperate i think it definitely needs a change trophies over achievements in terms of that uh and the, particularly the platinum that that needs to I love, that pop up. I love the pop-up on the xbox 360 and now the current xbox pop-up the sound the animation the as a graphics motion graphics guy i yeah. love the way that animation comes up and just the little with the with the little oh, box of PlayStation ones, like with the diamond, it's really nice. Oh, it's more. It's absolutely the satisfying. Visual experience is better, but the the concept is better with the. They need to do a platinum trophy, a hundred percent trophy. Yes. Um, yes. Another way, there are ways around it. Allow you to display your uh, top three hundred percent medals or whatever, something like that. It, it's just, but it needs to be done. But it's a very good point. Whoever did that super chat. Yeah, Jason Spears. Thank you so much. Um, there are things there that I don't care about, and there's. But he's he's right on with the with the platinum. If Xbox Dealer's had in the chat. dealer helped me sort my LG OLED settings out. By the way, I love you, dealer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dealer is nice enough to sit there with me. He's like, no, Colt, left. Your other left. No, up. He's so See it right patient. there. <laughs> he's he's, so he's patient. very patient. <laughs> He's very patient. And then uh, when you get everything set up, <laughs> when I set up my LG, he's like, all right, we're going to go on Sea of Thieves and we're going to go look at the sunset. <laughs> and I'm like, this sounds amazing. <laughs> let's go off in the let's go off in the sunset. And it looks so amazing with uh, these new TVs. But yeah, shout out to dealer for hooking that up. And he, he gets DMs all the time. He makes a joke and just defers them to someone else. So they get their their DMs get slammed. Uh, Purple Haze. 4564 again with the two dollars says when is gotham knights coming or suicide squad as a bunch of games we missed we talked about but i think those are both coming at the end of the year asa do you remember your uh I'm finding now are they i um, think just say the games again sorry gotham gotham knights and suicide squad both. so funny you should mention because playstation just put out a 22 games for 2022 and both of those games are included on the list for this year I know they're that this came out year. I just today have or no yesterday. Idea. I don't know exactly yeah. when, but this year's a good enough answer. This year's good <laughs> enough, yeah. Uh, yeah, people are posting memes about hopefully things don't get delayed. But uh, real quick, Ace and Gaz, which team are you on? Suicide Squad is the one you're looking forward to or Gotham Knights? Suicide Squad all day. All day. Based on the developer, yeah. Not the characters, yeah. don't care for them, but based on the developer. Yeah, yeah I don't I like the sh- Shark Man, and, and <laughs> but it just looks I so mean, fun. Yeah. I'm not a massive so uh, comic book guy like Zorker is, um, but Suicide, have you seen the gameplay? It looks mad. It looks, it looks amazing. so good. 
I'd, yeah, you know, day, I, th- I think we do. I think we do way too much complaining. There's tons of really good games coming out in 2022. Well, you know it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it is 100%. pretty crazy. Uh, Benjamin Diabor with the five dollars says, "Don't want this to happen, but do you guys think Redfall will be delayed?" Colt, love the show. Watch every week. All right, let's get into it. This is one of the delayed uh, rumors. Uh, Mr. Matty plays and Lord Cognito on their Defining Duke podcast discuss this. We've been hearing rumors and gas where there's smoke. There is falafel. There's, there's falafel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I have no idea. Gets delayed. Oh my God. The PlayStation fanboy is going to have a field day. Um, and rightfully so. Um, if that gets delayed, man, that makes it very painful for Xbox's outlook as far as exclusives are concerned. And I, for some reason, I think there is uh, truth to it. Don't ask me why. I don't have any particular information. I don't either. Show, I just feel the same. Yeah, I feel, I feel like this might actually get delayed, which is really weird because they started advertising it immediately when they revealed it last E3 or whatever. Yeah, E3 at the end, the CGI cutscene that they showed off. Then it was on YouTube ads constantly, like it was coming out the next month. I've never seen a game advertised so heavily mm-hmm. for on CGI immediately after the reveal. And then for it to get delayed, it's a bit of a slap in the face. I also wonder how good that game will be. But yeah, if it gets delayed, it gets... Oh, I don't know. It's one of those games that I'm super iffy on, but uh, I'm I'm still so excited because everything that that team has made is phenomenal. Asa, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you'd heard anybody like whisper about Redfall, but uh, what I have heard uh, people whisper about is that this is a short delay. Like, I don't think we're looking at 2023 Redfall, but they have it set for summer on their website. Summer of 2022, which according to the uh, curvature of the earth, I just closed it, is <laughs> like June 21st to September 22nd. And none of us thought that uh, Redfall was going to come out like in the beginning of June. Um, we haven't seen gameplay yet. So, Asa, what kind of wisdom can you give us from the depths? Very little. Very little. I don't know where these rumors have come from. The, the thing is... Um, like the real the real reason that both of you have said like yeah you kind of expect it to be delayed is just because that's current times you expect everything to be delayed yeah redfall is a game of course it's going to be delayed they all are (laughs) (laughs) isn't that the truth i've never seen any gameplay for it so Mm. apart from that leaked stuff keep in mind that god of war ragnarok which is based and built off of the 2018 build where um the bulk of the work is building amazing levels and re-beautifying the world to look different and maybe changing a couple game uh, mechanics, right? They're not building the game from the ground up. And they're still unsure if God of War Ragnarok makes 2022. Uh, A lot of people are thinking that one also gets pushed into 2023, but it had a 2021 year stamp on it in 2020. I hate saying all these numbers, 2020, 2021, 2022, (laughs) uh asa is it's, you're so right like this is par for the course right now developers Harvey are working Chani from makes, home he makes a good point uh it says redfall uses unreal engine 5 so it could be delayed based on the engine release i'm hearing this about a lot of unreal engine games like stalker so there might be something don't they have full access to the build the the, the tools in ue5 know. or do they need to get things certified? I don't know, like about 
I'll, <clears throat> excuse me, about how all that works. But Hargi, like, really technically minded. So when he speaks, I do listen. Asa, what do you know about UE5? Like, what, what are some of the hangups this early on? I, I don't. I know that it's already, I mean, we spoke on Saturday, it's already publicly available for players to play on Fortnite at the moment. So Epic oh, have obviously yeah, managed right. to push the game out, but it's their own engine. So things are a little bit different there. They do have the most advanced versions of it ahead of everyone else. Um, sure. And we've seen yeah. very little third party. So it is quite possible that that's behind a delay. Yeah. So if, you know, when it doesn't have a date, what can you really say about a delay? So I will tell you guys that summer 2022 is what the trailer says. That means they have all the way till September 22nd of this year to delay or release it within that window. But mm. the funny thing, guys, is if they push the game into the winter of 2022, you've got Scorn, you've got uh, Forza Motorsport, you've got Starfield, you've got Stalker, and possibly Redfall all punched into the already packed holiday yet again um and mm. xbox must be sitting back right asa and thinking what happened to the first half of our year uh, we're in such and, a mess and like we said earlier in the show that's like they're accountable for that but you're right that's that starfield in particular like games releasing in the aftermath of that game brave like stalker moving to december yeah, I mean, when you look yeah, at the, <laughs> it's one yeah. of the reasons why I wanted to look at the games coming out in February because it's packed with big games and mm-hmm. just kind of tell yourself. And I know we're upset about delays, as mm-hmm. understandable as we are, right? We we have every right to go. Ah, oh, dang! You know, we're allowed to do that, but think about how much you know. Maybe I only put forty or fifty hours into Wonder Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Maybe I would have been done with that and another couple of games before Stalker would have released. But you never know. But I always feel like. It's never enough, never enough games, but yeah. we will look more into this uh, delay for star or for um, Redfall. I don't want to say Starfield accent. Redfall might possibly be delayed. And where there's smoke, there's fire. We'll find out some more. The next thing uh, I want to talk about, uh, I got to grab some of these super chats, but we're going to talk about Phil Spencer talking to Ryan McCaffrey. I don't know if he, they had a DM or if they went and had coffee, but it wasn't on a podcast. It wasn't on their site. There wasn't a YouTube video. There wasn't anything to source other than IGN's own uh, transcription of a discussion with Ryan McCaffrey and uh, Phil Spencer. I'd like to have Ryan McCaffrey on the show. I've been a fan of his stuff for so long. Uh, you know, I'll reach out to him and see if he's available, but they're always super slammed over there. But... Uh, I would like to do that. Let's see here. We've got Tribal says, um, do you think we'll be able to cook Duraflame s'mores in Dying Light 2? That is so that is so weird. He says, love your optimist transformation videos, Colt. Uh, tri- <laughs> Tribal is talking about my oldest videos on my channel. If you go back, I've got one of, uh, I did a stop motion animation of Optimus Prime. Okay, that was, that. That's not the coolest moment of my life, but there's also a really old video of my uncle. We threw a Duraflame log. I don't know if you know what these are, but no. they're meant to put in a fireplace. They're basically uh, a fire starter, glue, and uh, wood chips, like sawdust, compacted into a log. And you're not supposed to put them in a fire pit, but we did, and there was smoke for days. And I made a video about it on YouTube and got like 40 views. It was amazing. Thank you, Trevor, <laughs> for that. When he said Duraflame s'mores, like just rush back with uh, 
with a fr- with amazing memories. I put a a, so- a a song on there, and YouTube cut it. And I'm like, this is what YouTube does. It's like I'm talking way back in like '06 when YouTube was brand new. Thank you for that, Tribal. That was uh, out of left field. Uh, Lord Star Killer, thank you for the five dollars. This question for Colt, Gaz, and Asa: uh, When will Microsoft support VR headsets on when Xbox Series late. S and X? When it's too late. That's the problem with being a follower, not leader. I understand, Flair. In this VR, because uh, they're leading Asa. everything else, Gaz. I will punch you in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ultimately, if I was Xbox, would perhaps do the same thing they are. Just wait and see. But there's a double-edged sword there because your competition will lead that. But this is an Acer question. You're the master it is. here. Tell us, man. Yeah, so they they won't anytime soon because it runs contrary to their big push. And I'm not saying that Microsoft can't do more than one thing at once, but their big push in the gaming space is to bring games to everybody wherever they are and tear down barriers. As much as I love VR... It's very much a barrier. No, very much a barrier. Um, yeah. uh, so like just... price-wise, phys- physicality, need... and ability. It's price-wise, but you need to, rather than like, um, there's this massive push towards cloud gaming, and that's an inevitable future for gaming that most people can agree on. It's going to get bigger over time. VR takes you in the opposite direction. It's not like making things easier to get to, because you have to put a headset on your face. Is so it's, VR it's, more accessible for people with limited motor functions like they've done with this, the uh with the adaptive controller? Like you're not you don't have a you don't you're not giving someone with limited f- uh, motor function or limited ability physically a 14 button controller, you're giving them a hand two hand controllers with uh, two or three buttons on them, right? Yeah, and eye tracking and things, there is something to that. But as like um as a global objective, I will say so Microsoft are well prepped if they ever want to do vr they've got all of the software and stuff in place you can use microsoft vr software on a pc today so they could bring it to xbox very easily and if if for some reason suddenly vr blows up over the next couple of years then they could respond very quickly but i I don't see that happening much as i am a massive like i'm the biggest fan of vr i've got i know you are and it's not going to blow you, up and hit the mainstream. <laughs> when you're speaking on it, it really means a lot to hear what you have to say because Phil said one of the barriers is getting the operating system tooled for VR to get people in and out of games, whether they have a headset on or not. And he said they don't want to focus that right now on getting that seamless um, because it's a big deal that if you're sitting there with a controller and you turn off your controller, you're like, okay, I want to do my headset now. And the Xbox dashboard is just not prepared for that. They had to kind of retool it for the connect even and maybe they just feel like they don't want to do that stuff but um very interesting I th- i'm with gaz they will bring vr when it's almost too late like when everyone's already uh jumped on the bandwagon so to speak because isn't vr s- a still a smaller thing asa it's definitely small and I, I actually i don't think there is a too late on that one it's um yeah, i was gonna say at least in terms if you look at the competition in terms of sony and things you have to be a bit more weary of facebook sorry cognito but facebook's intent for vr is a bit different they want to build it as a platform in the same way that apple and android dominate phones apple from not apple facebook from the outset when they bought oculus it was because they wanted the next computing platform to be a facebook platform they want vr to be synonymous with facebook or vice versa like if they, you're on, you if you want to have the real VR experience, you get on with your Facebook. Uh, 
Not even that. So they want it to be not just the real VR experience. They were anticipating. This is a long time ago when the Rift was new, so they might have like given up this dream. But their dream at the time was that VR would replace like a desktop PC. And rather than having Windows, you'd have Facebook's world. They wanted to be the next computing platform. Nice. If that were to happen, then you can see a scenario where too late is a term that's like relevant. You could have you could be too late if that happened, but that's not going to happen. So in terms of playing games, there is no too late for Microsoft. If it takes off, then they can respond. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, uh yeah, VR is, is so limited, especially in like the audience reception of it but uh yeah we've we've talked about that i think the ps4 psvr hit like five percent of the platform which is not super great i think they probably made their money back but don taku says asa being disrespectful by saying xbox and devolver were the only good e3 events when nintendo's was just as good as X- xbox's thank oh, you don taku i never no, dis- disrespect nintendo i love my switch <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I-, I just don't watch the nintendo show but nintendo's so far out in a different era where they just kick butt and everything they do in the past you know decade uh, i don't even worry about really? it I- I mean, they do that well, well, but their show wasn't good. They had Metroid Dread, which turned out to be a great game, but the tiny slip of Breath of the Wild 2, there wasn't that much. What else? Shin Megami Tensai 5? I'm with you, Asa. Who's Donna Katar? Get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of with. I think that was. Uh, I don't know. Right? Uh, but, I don't you know. know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, don't, I just don't have anything bad to say about Nintendo. I've got two Switches yeah. here, I don't use them. My kids love them. I'm happy with that. Let them do their thing. They they do no wrong, except for yeah, the way they it charge wasn't... online. Yeah. But uh yeah, let's see. We got uh <laughs> I, I jumped all over here a second. Uh this is a great one. Smelly Wrestling Geek, thank you so much for the ten dollar super. He says, I see a guitar and I see a keyboard. Yes, I do play well, I play by ear. I can only play limited things, but he says, Do you play the drums as well, Colt? Uh, no, I don't. I, I'm a great air drummer, but I don't think I can wrap my ri- mind around the uh, foot pedal and the hands. But, uh, you know, the kick drum, I would love to l- learn how to play that. Um, and I'm also a lead singer in a band that doesn't bl- doesn't exist that? anymore. Yeah, oh. no, it's good. I've got a, uh, for people who really, really know, I've got a music channel on YouTube. If you can find it, enjoy. Uh, Hargit Johnny with a $5 super says, people are like, where's Cold Eastwood music? I'm looking everywhere. <laughs> Hargit Johnny with a $5 super says, could Xbox do an E3 level thing themselves? Oh, this is a great super. Well, all these are great. This is a great idea. He says, have others do their shows with Microsoft coordinating instead of the ESA. They obviously have the resources. Get the content creators to do it. Come on, Phil. Let's make it interesting. Add some X and C source dealer, Iron Lords. Get the content. Can you creators. imagine? How sick would it be? Would oh be my gosh! Can you party. imagine getting the RDX guys together with the Iron Lords and maybe let uh, uh, us scrubs get in in that mix? And that'd uh, be amazing. It would be lit. It would be better than anything. hundred percent. I mean, I'm convinced it would be sick. Unfortunately, anyone who's making a really great game can just put out a trailer at the week of E3, and it stands on its own. But we love it's not that, the community like community feel, though. You want yes, to you, you love the presentation and like everything yeah, put together. Yeah. I love it. One e three, I sat here. With, I cooked a steak on the barbecue and some steamed vegetables. And I sat here with a steak 
and watched the show and took notes. And there's like steak juice all over the paper so I can make the video. Like, it's amazing. Don't take yeah. Gamer Christmas away from us. Udani Kuzada yeah, says, <laughs> Ace of Fest at the Colt Eastwood Theater in Kazakhstan. <laughs> yeah, I love Kazakhstan. I love it. I love it. Sleeping Vistas with Australian $5. Thank you so much, says Asa and Gaza <laughs> with A-Z-Z-Z-A and Gaza. Gaza. What's the Xbox fandom like in the UK? I know about outside Xbox, but other than Game On Daily, who else should Sleeping Vistas follow in the Xbox realm in no the one. UK? Sus. That's it. Why waste your time? No, I don't, I don't uh, can I give a plug? The, yeah, the sure. Game On Daily is... It, it's not just sauce oh, videos. Us, yeah, definitely. <laughs> right? Yeah. Let me do it. Let me. Let, come on. Let me do it. Uh, the, the game on daily thing, guys. If you're if you're slightly new or you've seen these guys around, they do a podcast on Saturday. They also do sauce videos, tech analysis videos. But the cream of the crop that they don't get enough credit for that they need to push out there every second and I think they try to, is they have an aggregate site, gameondaily.com, where if you go to it, no ads, and you've got aggregate of all of the latest news, you can click and it takes you straight to each article. And I use it occasionally to either get topics for the show or to make a video because they do the legwork. Go check out their site. You become, uh, you can sign in and be a member of the site so you can check it out. That's my plug for these guys. And you can submit then- it yourself. YouTube, just copy and paste your link. It populates everything. It's so easy to use. Three steps, your article's there. Boom. Yep. If you want to be a journalist, do it. Thank you, Colt. <laughs> You're yeah. welcome. And then block these two on Twitter. All right? There you go. <laughs> no. Uh, we've got over 400 likes, and we've had uh, about 700 people watching. So thank you so much. We're going to get into some more topics. Hit the like button if you're having a good time. Uh, we're over here sweating bullets, trying to trying to do the good work for you guys so you can have a good show. But... These two are amazing. Thank you so much. This is Ecstasy Podcast Live on YouTube. It will be up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This is the main places where people listen to the show. After the fact, you can put the earbuds in. You can go do deadlifts at the gym while you're listening to Gaz and Asa talk about VR and and Water Egg 32. It's amazing. You guys are outstanding for the support. But uh, let's see. We've got one more. Z Black Rider with the Canadian $10. This is a great show. Asa is good. But Gaz just makes me hangry. So, <laughs> I don't know how to take that, but okay. Uh, you look delicious. I'm and uh, you look delicious, I think he's saying. You look oh. absolutely delicious. And I want one I'm of those hats, sorry. by the way. I need to order a hat. So we've got um, we got another. I don't. I, I want to speed through this PlayStation thing because we, we, we spent a good quarter of the show talking about PlayStation. There's a rumor. This would be great for Asa because it's a very tech-minded uh, question. There's a rumor that PS3 back and pat was coming to Project Spartacus or whatever it's called, their new service, that all PS3 games would be natively supported on the PS5. Asa, explain to them how this could or couldn't happen. Oh, that's mean. Um, <laughs> the So the whole rumor was based on like some patents of... Um, it's a yep. frequency adjustment on the processor which means very little um and some prices appearing as a age age old playstation now bug there's very very little substance to the rumor the the possibility of it is um is more interesting because we know that sony couldn't do playstation 3 back compat on the playstation 4 and the playstation 4 pro 
because the cell processor simply ran faster than the processor in the newer consoles. They could not replicate it on the hardware that they had. PlayStation 5 hardware is an order of magnitude more powerful mm-hmm. in the that areas good? that matter. That is a good thing. So is it technically feasible that if they had the desire to do it, they could revisit that and maybe make back compat work? Maybe, but they've never expressed a big desire to do that. I don't think it's come in. Do you remember the Uncharted, like Uncharted 2 running an emulation on PC at like 13 frames, like 10 years ago or whatever that was? Yeah, I remember and, looking at you know, like Explain on, like why. On the PlayStation, though, so you've got better processors in the PC. It's a very different architecture for one thing. So if everyone, if everyone, blah, 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 can't talk anymore. It is late, though. <laughs> so the. <laughs> like it's notorious the cell processor in the playstation 3 right it wasn't structured like a normal processor you had um a single core that is equivalent to what you'd have in a modern processor but you had seven or eight what they called spus single, that, single coil that, well it was uh, uh, yeah they couldn't run branching codes dual, they were very limited in what they could do no, no 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 it had loads of cores it had seven cores and one for redundancy there were a ton of cores in there okay. but only one proper core so one that's like a modern processor that can run the code that you're used to and seven that were freaking fast, but really limited in what they could process with that speed. And they're the ones that they can't replicate on modern hardware because they were so, so fast. They were limited in what they could do, but they could do and it. And the games were so built fast. And the games different. were made for that. Yeah, the games were made for that, and they were hard to build. But to get that running on modern processors, no. To get that running on modern processors is maybe possible. To get that running on the Jaguar processor in the PlayStation 4 was absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, but it is I weird to think about it is you weird to think about because power? I. A what? An appetite yeah. for power? I'm not saying that you should trust the appetite to do it, to put the work in to, to try and emulate a PlayStation 3. On yeah, the PlayStation I just 4. remember uh, forums where killer PCs were brought to their knees by trying to emulate a darn PS3 game because of the architecture difference where things just didn't work properly. So if you think that the killer power and the amazing SSD in the PS5 is going to bring your uh, you know infamous to game alive on a ps5 um there was some arguments going on about native back and pat and how xbox doesn't use native because he's emulation i gotta hand it to you guys i mean it's all going to be emulated as far as back and pat i think what do you think asa is that pretty accurate the, the problem that they've got is even if they did decide to go and work on this if they can get 90 percent of the playstation 3 catalog to work then they've done really well but it's still not really good enough like there's going to be some really? significant one. Well, yeah. There's going to. I just. I mean, right they now they're charging you they to play. To. I don't think they do. Right now they're charging you on a 720p stream on PS Now, which is being pretty much uh, thrown aside as we're hearing. This news. This new service will PS Now name will just be a thing of the past. It's what we're hearing. Um, they've got to come up with a better way. Uh, to get PS3 games playable on new hardware because they've locked away PS1, 2, and 3 generations and they've charged people to play them on PS Now if they did for games they already own. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said this before, and I know it's, it's PlayStation-related. I don't want to interrupt yeah. too much, but question. When you say they've got to find a better way, do you mean that streaming isn't good enough or do you just mean the model of like actually streaming from a ps streaming from a ps3 is not good enough uh i've heard some i heard it's gotten better and better over the years but what they should have done five years ago asa was 
they have this entitlement system on the PlayStation. When if, if you got a game through PS Plus, you can load it up, install it, and play it. And uh, if you bought a game digitally, you can load it up and play it if it's available on the platform. But if a game like, let's say you bought, let's say you got Red Dead Redemption 2010 from PlayStation Plus back in the day, they should have allowed you several years ago to load that game up for free on the PS Now streaming service, even if you're not a member. They should have said, look, we want to give you back and pat for the stuff you own. So if that game is in PS Now, we're going to let you play it for free without paying for the service. But they're charging you to use the streaming service instead of stepping up to what Xbox did with all this back and pat. It was just a thing where competition is so important and PlayStation didn't step up for their older titles that people paid money for or they got entitlement to. So that's kind of what that's the that's a little soapbox I wanted to get on. But um did you uh who's a John Carpenter fan in here? You, you know John Carpenter is Gaz, you make you little silly make face making dude you. I saw it. Damn it. Uh, no, I don't know who John Carpenter is. I'm an uncultured uh, swine. What you don't have to be cultured. Asa, do you know who John Carpenter is? He makes movies Not- and I, I don't remember names. Oh, okay, now I do. <laughs> I, I think he's done a bunch of Evil uh, scary movies, and uh, anyways, he's, he's a huge, huge uh, filmmaker in America. And he was caught on Twitter saying that Halo Infinite was the best Halo in the series, and he just finished it. Do you like the story? Because if he said that, he doesn't know. He did. He said it was the best story. He loved it more than the story in all of the other Halo games. I read this actually. Yeah, he was waxing lyrical. <laughs> wow. So he really enjoyed the way that the AIs were delivered, like humanized as well, despite being computers. He said that was yep. the pinnacle of storytelling. He and he's also glad that he didn't witness anything that happened with Cortana. <laughs> he also said, he also said that his movies are ten times better than Dune. So there's oh, that. Wow. Now there we got to trigger. Got to trigger yeah. Gaz because he he thinks his opinion uh, rules above all others. Now that that was just something uh, kind of funny. So w- one uh, thing about. The, we've talked quite a bit about the console sales and Series S and X doing really great. I mean, everyone owns the Series X in your uh, scalper basement, but uh, apparently the Xbox Series S and X have shipped 12 million consoles and Sony hopes to, uh, well, they've sold over 15 million at least. We kind of had this discussion on your show, and I think I had to be corrected a few different ways, but maybe Asa can remember where he thinks the console sales are sitting at because they're not too far off, uh, especially compared to last generation. So where do you think we're sitting with the console sales? I think the numbers that you quoted were pretty much where they are. As We don't know the numbers. like We haven't got hard numbers, but most sources seem to be saying that they're around there, right? We don't know the split between Series S and Series X. Um What's interesting is we know that both companies are absolutely restricted in terms of how many consoles they've been able to put out. Microsoft have... And Sony have just been pumping out PlayStation 5, so they've got one model of PlayStation 5 with or without a disk drive, but mm-hmm. one thing that they make, and they make it, and they make it. Microsoft has had a way more complicated journey because they make, obviously, the two Xbox consoles, but they also have been pumping their hardware into the cloud and upgrading xCloud as well. So yeah, we did try to roundabouts for them because they offloaded a load of hardware they could have made, but they also you can make a lot more of the Series S chips out of the same like silicon than you can the Series X. So they've definitely boosted the numbers back up by pushing that Series S. And they said that they did that for Black Friday. They knew that was the console they needed to do for the sake of volume. They emphasized right. it. Um, 
So I was I was talking to Hargit Chani about we were trying to crunch the numbers about how many Series X chipsets went to the cloud. And we tried to come up with a number because there are 55 gas you shut it. I'm, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> trolling him in the chat. Uh, there are 55 data centers around the world, and we try to figure out how many racks and chipsets are in there. So I think a 55, million because I don't think anyone uses X Cloud. 55 gas. <laughs> so I think it's close to a million Series X chipsets uh, of that were shipped and went out to the cloud. So uh, well, you never know. I don't know if they count. I don't think they count that as shipped, or do they? Asa? No, I wouldn't count it as shipped. Not shipped consoles, no. So no, it's just kind of strange when you look at the PS5, which is doing amazing numbers, uh, even with some yield problems and some supply constraints and all that stuff that goes along with it. Boy, I really need to make a video about that, but I don't want to rack my brain too much. But um, you don't need a Series S or X, Asa. Like you can, all their games come to PC, or if you want, just load them up on a phone. It's nuts. Yeah. Like Xbox is doing amazing. Optimal experiences. Yeah. Suboptimal. <laughs> <laughs> Not on Ace's phone. Ace has a phone. It's like the size of my foot. Uh, huge. Just like the Switch, I would not play. I'm personally not a mobile portable screen gamer in the slightest. Um, be right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I wouldn't touch cloud myself either. I appreciate and respect what they're doing with it, but not for me. Um, not yet. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's a, it is a sign of things to come. We did talk earlier in the show about how Xbox is kind of taking a more dominant and a leading part of what's going on. And uh, I didn't get into the Phil Spencer thing. Uh, this will be the, the big one. He said that, that he was asked, are you surprised? I pulled the mm, quote this is interesting. I'm going to read it here. Uh, Ryan McCaffrey and Phil, we went so far off base that I almost forgot this. Ryan McCaffrey and Phil Spencer talked about the rumors about PS Plus and the new Spartacus set. And I'll read this quote directly. He says, "As you know, Phil Spencer said, many of these things actually intertwine with themselves, from backward compatibility in terms of a way of building out a library of games that we are shipping on PC and console simultaneously. Knowing that Game Pass is going to come." and we want to bring Game Pass to multiple platforms, all of these decisions kind of stack on top of themselves. I don't mean to sound like we've got it all figured out, Phil Spencer says, but I think the right answer is allowing your customers to play the games they want to play where they want to play them and giving them choice about how they build their library and being transparent with them about our plans in terms of our PC initiatives and our cross-gen initiatives, which is a great slight from the silver tongue of Phil Spencer to PlayStation. And he says, and other things. So when I hear others doing things like game pass or coming to PC and he's talking about PlayStation again, he says, it makes sense to me because I think that's the right answer. And what I get from that statement is he's saying we're leading the industry gas, take it away with your opinion. Yeah. Well, they are leading the industry. It's and, He's being, he was trying to be modest and say, look, oh, we didn't pioneer it, but we did. But it can be easily <laughs> copied. And it's just like, come on, Phil, just stop it. Just go for it. Just say it. Like, yeah, we did this and now they're copying us. It's what he wants to say. Uh, but ultimately, what's the interesting point 
from that is the fact that he says that he thinks it's inevitable day and date from PlayStation doing it as well. Um, and you have to really listen to him when he says that because he has the insight into the numbers. A lot of people talked about sustainability of this stuff and he came quite strongly to say it's very sustainable now based on what we're seeing and that's an early days so when he's saying that it's inevitable for playstation to follow suit it probably talks to the strength of the numbers they're seeing in their own backyard plus you have to understand that you know even though he is a competitor they have a lot of contacts too in order to be successful in this arena you need to have some moles and stuff as well so i'm sure that they have <laughs> some little spies um, yeah. trust me corporate espionage is a thing it's microsoft we're talking about as well but ultimately they they will have some people with ears on the ground and you know this is a big industry with lots of developers and there's so many moving parts here and someone talks all yeah. the time so well we i find mean things out so can you imagine what's like on a higher level it's so yeah. funny because like we think that like phil might be talking to like the community like is he getting his pulse from the community is he gauging what the community wants or or is he talking to influencers or whatever it's like he's obviously when you read this statement that he's he's talking to the people that make decisions that are moving the industry the industry leaders and the market direction when he says he could be playing he could be playing an intricate chess game for all you know microsoft and shui uh, like phil spencer and shui shida hate each other and this all his statements is like a massive like ploy they're playing chess with words and uh -huh. only they know the game I'm and scared. using some reverse but... psychology maybe hey so <laughs> chime in on this what, what do you think is happening if they're here? playing a game like that there's this goes one or two it's quite unusual for phil spencer to openly comment on what he thinks playstation are doing so yeah like it was quite a casual interview, so maybe he was just being open and frank. But it's fairly likely that he knows something, and it could go one of two ways, which is really unhelpful. Either he knows that PlayStation are doing day and date in the near future, and he's presenting a strong front from Xbox, saying, "Yeah, of course, that's not even a threat, and that's inevitable." Or he knows that they're not doing that, and he's just applying heaps of pressure on them. Yeah, yeah. And it's completely I mean, unhelpful of me to use those two. <laughs> Yeah. Um, don't put it past Phil. You think he's a nice guy. He could be doing the latter, just making it look like putting pressure on and saying, of course they're going to do it because that's that's it was such a chest beating exercise without whilst trying to stay or appear to be modest. And maybe he means in earnest, but come on, I'm not that naive. I'm with Asa on this. Mm -hmm. I think it's the latter part. I think it's there, him. There is a lot because we see the way that people react on social media or on their YouTube videos about what they think is best. Uh, if you're having a good time, please hit the like button. We're like 50 shy of, of the goal that uh, I'll get a tattoo that says Gaz and Asa, and then I'll go like this. <laughs> no, uh, but I really appreciate uh, – <laughs> Uh, it's funny. Bye bye says everyone is uh, brainwashed, uh, but yeah, it's it is it. They are kind of it is interesting how people react to this because you see a lot of this, right, guys? They say uh, PlayStation doesn't need to sell their games on PC because they make far more money uh, selling consoles, and if they bring their games to PC, they'll sell far less PS fives. How true um, is that? I I think we talked about this on our show. I think there is a little bit of truth there. <laughs> I, think I mean, I don't are. really agree. I, I, I mean, I can I argue with you guys on this. I just don't think East, that in the Middle East. I tell you what, you can't argue. Okay, you can't argue. Is you, it's not going to enhance their PlayStation Five sales? It's going to take away from them to an extent. 
yeah. how big that extent is. How much is are they making? How much are they making every time they sell a PlayStation Five, Asa? Oh, a little bit. I think they are profitable on the PlayStation like Five, now, but that's not the point. Two or three dollars. That's not how they look at it. It's not how much they're making when they sell the PlayStation. It's how much they're making from that person that's bought a PlayStation over that over that, that lifetime, right? They're like in that the, uh, the attached, at that point. The, the attached uh, customer that's going to stay there and in their environment you know, sp- spend money inside yeah. the ecosystem. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, think of how much money they made on God of War this this month. That's a good example, though, because that came out like three three and a half years after and it did right? just fine so if you're sitting there and you're sony is is it is that a good strategy think, should should they yeah, be going yeah. day and date or i don't think or is it do. working well <laughs> if i was sony i wouldn't do day and date there's a no-brainer look at how god of war sold why people want no the brainer. quality so i think it's, it's not, not it's not, not a no-brainer brainer, there will but... come a time it depends because obviously i mean we've said before on on this show as well Phil Spencer often talks about there being 2 billion gamers in the world. The console space is yeah. maybe 200 million if you're lucky. So it's tiny. Yeah, 250 is the so number, I think. Yeah. At the point that Sony stop looking at their walled garden and start looking at that 2 billion, all kinds of things start to make sense. Do but they have to go mobile to there. reach 2 billion, though, Asa? Yeah. I mean, we know Xbox is already pushing. <laughs> they're pushing beyond the 200 million uh walled garden right they know that that mm-hmm. that is very niche we talked about this on your show quite a bit i think on the last time uh, i watched your show you guys were talking about how the console is it really is niche we don't want to say it because it's a world we live in like it's massive the xbox or playstation or nintendo world is it's everything if there's no way it's niche from where we're sitting but if you get outside that wall there's people playing tons of games across all different platforms that not are not on a console so xbox is already pushing beyond that by getting them on your smart tv on your tablet on your phone on your browser and on your pc but what is playstation doing to get beyond 100 million or 200 million customers yeah. what's nintendo 100 million doing? what's that if you're, if you're looking if you're looking at competition what are nintendo doing to expand beyond that console space nothing they didn't need to. Game I don't know. They don't. They don't need to. And they're massive. Does Sony, they're... Do, does Sony need to? If Nintendo don't need to? I th- I think the question would be they're trying to emulate the Nintendo model, even down to the pricing, it seems. But their direct competitor is Xbox. And ultimately, because they're so comparable, the, the longer this goes on, the more pressure there's going to be on PlayStation to do this i do think they can they'll, they'll feel the pressure asa i think i think mm. look immediately they they won't, X- yeah. xbox are definitely the, like the disruptive player in the industry at the moment and well, whether maybe... sony needs to respond to that disruption or not if it works and for I don't xbox, think... then yeah they're going to need to eventually but i don't think playstation and playstation fans thought that a game like forza horizon and a joke of a game that was shown in 2020 that was halo infinite would dominate, absolutely dominate the 2021 year. They were the biggest standout games. They were massive. And uh, Xbox Studios won some great awards, were nominated for a bunch of awards. The mindshare in the holiday of 2021 belonged to Mm -hmm. Xbox. And two big games that PlayStation fans thought was a joke, and the other one was a racing game. They absolutely dominated mindshare for that moment. And when Horizon Forbidden West comes out, it will dominate that month 
next to Elden Ring. Like those will be two major games to talk about absolutely over most anything. Um, yeah. So there are those moments and maybe PlayStation is, is sitting back and thinking, man, you know, we were used to Xbox laying down or sitting on the bench, riding the pine, not getting it done with no money. And now Satya is like, you want the money? Here's the money. And yeah. uh, they need to fix those deficits of games. And I'm going to take this a second here. Uh, I did a video about six months ago. Christopher Dring of Game Industry Biz proclaimed that Xbox's biggest games wouldn't come out till 2023 and beyond. And I did a great video explaining how he wasn't completely correct. It was really respectful because the guy uh, is yeah, you you know, a force in the industry to t- sat down, talk to Phil and Jim. So he knows what he's doing and he sees things, but you know, he was right. Xbox has seen a couple delays and the biggest things are coming out right now, but the bigger year is next year and they need to fix that deficit. I got a couple supers here. Uh, Wolf Assassin, thank you so much. Wolf Assassin's always hanging about with the $5. Thank you. He says, now that Rainbow Six Extraction and Hitman Trilogy, which I didn't mention, are coming to Game Pass day one. Do you think there's any chance Elden Ring would come to Game Pass? We talked about that um, about 30 minutes into the show. I think we all three of us said, nah, nah. No. Give us a nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, we don't think so, but... Uh, we'd like to see we'd like to see Dying Light step up at the plate. Hargit Chani with the five dollars says, "Gaz, just curious, how many new games do the Middle Eastern friends buy on PlayStation? Depending on how much they buy and not secondhand, would help or hurt Sony? What's the uh, game price in the Middle East for a PlayStation I, game right now? I don't know what Riyadh trans Riyadh transfer. Uh, you know, yeah, I'd have to do to, like but, nine Googles to get there. Yeah, but <laughs> I know, like, from my boys in the Middle East, they it's PC and PlayStation. Uh, so if and they have to do it through necessity. So if games come day and date, they won't touch the PlayStation and they buy the games day and date, then the release, they buy the consoles, they would not be doing that. Uh, the Middle East is a very good market middle east asia as well because you know piracy is dead as well yeah let's be honest i I come from there so i can say this but you know over there where prove it in pc a lot of games are pirated because the the financials it just doesn't make any sense uh doesn't scale well trust me like it's a very expensive so you if you're they're primarily pc gamers for a reason so if you do um, you know, that's why Game Pass is actually very successful in countries like Pakistan, apparently, um, and India. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, there's a reason why PlayStation's hesitant. I understand their position. It's just Xbox is mounting so much pressure there. It'll be interesting to see how they react. But the, it really throws a spanner in their works and their long-term plans. Sony really must hate Xbox Game Pass. And I say the word hate. Mm-hmm. They must hate Xbox Game Pass. It is it's such really a force. To them. Yeah, and it's been a trending thing one. for like a year going. Like it's, It is forefront in... You know, I get a lot of crap for saying things like Xbox is leading the the industry, and I don't mean the sales, but they are leading uh, the way things should be going. I am. How can you not like what they're doing? And I'm so hungry for biryani after you're talking about <laughs> Pakistan oh, and, and oh, uh, India. But uh, shout out to you guys in the chat for getting me on that dish. I love it. But um, yeah, it's it is such a major thing. Uh, <laughs> 
we we got da- dark CMF who had to give the five dollars super thanks. So just made it in time to wish Gaz a happy birthday. You'll never live that down. Um, Every day is my birthday, apparently. Uh, Danny Passion official with the two dollar. Why not, man? Uh, after Netflix success, look at what we have today. And um, yeah, I would. I I love that stuff. I love the stuff you get on Netflix. They just raise the price too. Oh, and he uh, Dark CMF also <laughs> wants to say he also wants to wish Gaz a happy birthday. So <laughs> another one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are amazing. And I, I we were talking to Dark CMF on Xbox Live. Uh, and if you guys see me online, uh, send me a message. Uh, we should chat sometime. Any of you guys like sometimes we just hang out and play games, just uh, have some laughs. But it is super late. It is uh, three in the morning in the UK. Gaz and Asa have been amazing. I want them to uh, take a minute to brag about what they're doing and where they're going with their content on their site and their channel and just give you guys the limelight for a minute you know we had well over 700 people here watching at one time yeah tell people what's up asa you go first oh i'm gonna make guys go first guys you go first well is still cracking his knuckles (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for plugging game on daily.com it's more a platform than a website i don't think we do a good job marketing it we have some things in development as well we have sunk a lot into it if you're a content creator just paste your article if you see how someone else's article you can paste in three it's so easy you, you submit articles there so it's made for you for people you want to get all your gaming news there you can go on there Lots paste of it and there. forget it but, yeah with a view to building a mobile app so one day when we do our investment run uh we will be the force we deserve to be yeah right asa yeah yeah um please do check out game on daily.com and register um then the youtube channel you see a source videos we've got a lot more coming uh i've got a couple of videos in the works asa's a technalysis guy basically digital foundry are in trouble no i'm just kidding uh but <laughs> one man show yeah, one man show. Uh, so we've got a lot of content there. You saw the source video today. It's parody. It's fun. Uh, don't try and cancel us. Uh, so yeah, do check out Game On Daily. One word. YouTube channel. We've got a lot of content incoming. So thank you so much. Thank you everyone in chat. Uh, you guys are brilliant. And Colt, thank you for the absolute honor and pleasure of having us on X and C. I'm famous. Can I get, can I get his autograph, please? <laughs> I'll autograph your uh, your peck. How about that? Do it. Do it. <laughs> Asa, did you think of uh how you were going to brag about how amazing you and your your site are? <laughs> no, I was just gonna say like all those things that Gaz just said, like absolutely he's telling the truth on that one. So do go to Game on Daily, do check out our YouTube channel every Saturday. Um me and Gaz and some wonderful guests, including semi regular cult. We sit down and have chats just like these. So check those so out good. if you don't already. Um, and yeah, I'm also streaming on Twitch all the time, running around on my VR treadmill, stabbing stuff up, which is pretty entertaining too. What more is there? It's all the good things in life. So thank you again, Colt, for, for having us back. You're so welcome. This is the Ecstasy Podcast. Thank you so much, Lord Star Killer, with one to sign us out. He says, Game Pass is the absolute best value in gaming. Spartacus will have a difficult time matching it. Nope. If they do day and date, they'll be just fine. So we do ask. (laughs) Yes, we do ask if you want to compete, you know, bring both feet into the fire PlayStation and bring day and date and go on PC as well. 
uh, don't 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 come in uh, with a, a half week effort and just uh, come on, bring it real because this is uh, what the gaming community demands. Value. Hey, I I save four hundred dollars by playing on Game Pass in twenty twenty one alone. I think I did. I did the numbers. Yeah. So thank you so much, guys. This is the XZ Podcast. Uh, give me about an hour for the show to wrap up, and uh, after the fact, I'll get it up on Spotify and Google Podcasts, and a couple other places. If you're different and you check out Pocket Podcasts, a couple other platforms were there as well. I also get timestamps up, which I'll put in myself. They'll be generalized timestamps, but take them how you can get them. They will help you uh, navigate through the show. Thank you so much, Gaz and Asa, for being on here. Go get some sleep. I hope work isn't going to be a dread tomorrow. You guys are both amazing. Wave and say goodbye if you want. Hey, I'll wave. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, do a little dance. We're getting out of here, guys. You're amazing. Thanks for checking out the show and supporting us. We are going. Oh, look at the dance. <laughs> Please sign I out. didn't do that. Please end it. <laughs>